Hey, what's up? This is Chet. Chet Czar. I'm hosting this podcast, the Dark Art Society podcast. Today, we have the incredible, the amazing David Stupakis, the David Stupakis interview. Uh, we had a great time chatting, went over two hours, super fun catching up. We hadn't spoken in over a year, at least not um, face-to-face or Skype-to-Skype. So that was great. David's amazing, super great person and great artist. And just, it was it was a pleasure. Really, really, another great episode. I'm telling you, the podcast has been on a roll lately. I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, so that was exciting. That was fun. Um, what's going on here? The, uh, coronavirus, coronavirus craziness. Um, yeah, I hope everyone's safe and doing well out there. I've, you know, I've been saying this all along. My, my day to day is not very different than normal other than, you know, sterilizing groceries and stuff like that. Uh, and you know, doing a lot of hand washing, but we're not really going out. So just kind of working through these tool posters and I had to take a break and finish. I had to do a painting for, um, an online show that I agreed to a long time ago that I forgot about. Uh, you can see that on my Patreon. I just posted it. Uh, Patreon.com slash Chetzar if you're interested. That's about it. That's I can't think of anything else exciting. Oh, I saw a great documentary the other night that I wanted to recommend. It is called, what was it called? Let me find it. Um, it's It was about that guy Ram Das, spiritual teacher dude. Uh, oh, Becoming Nobody. That is the name of the movie, Becoming Nobody. And I bring it up because he speaks a lot about death and dying. And I, I feel like the, the, uh, this is the coronavirus thing has really brought uh, about a lot of anxiety about death. And, you know, we're freaking out because we don't want to die. We don't want to get sick and we don't want to die. And But the thing is, we're still going to die. You know, it's happening whether we get sick from coronavirus or not at some point. And anyway, the, the, the documentary, you know, and, and this is true, I think, of a lot of his teachings. Uh, uh, I mean, I was always an Alan Watts guy more than a... Ram Dass guy, um, but but uh, but uh, you know, so I, I've I've read books of his. I've I've heard his stuff before, but it's been a while, and so I watched his documentary and very focused on death, and it, it just was in a, in a very positive way. And uh, I encourage people, especially people who are feeling feeling anxiety about this subject you should watch this documentary um i'm not even going to try and tell you about it other than that but it's great 
highly recommended. What's it called? I forgot already. That's how much I liked it. No, seriously. Um, beyond, uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Ram Das documentary. Uh, beyond, I just said it a couple seconds ago. I want to come up. Oh, beca beyond becoming nobody, becoming nobody, becoming nobody. Okay. That's got all kinds of other, you know, spiritual type things, but really good, solid, um, information on there. I, I, I loved it. Um, okay. Let's get on with the new Patreon subscribers. We've only got three, you know, people are starting to drop since this, um, drop off the Patreons since this thing started, which I totally understand. So no hard feelings if you, if you have to drop this thing, it's, uh, you know, I understand things are, things are getting weird, but for those of you who hang in there and those of you who, you know, new subscribers, you, you're, you're very much appreciated more than ever now, actually, since, um, you know, Goes without saying, I guess, but thank you. So uh, we have John and some looks like Korean characters, which I can't read, but it says John. Thank you, John. Very cool. Uh, with a uh, uh, oh, sorry, he uh, deleted his. I didn't mean to out you there. I just um, I understand. I thought you were a new subscriber. Okay, we only got two then. Uh, Caleb Osgood deal. Thank you, Caleb. So we got two new subscribers. Um, yeah, if you want to subscribe, you can go to patreon.com slash darkheartsociety and join for as little as a dollar a month. And we have a new feature. Thanks to Steve Clef. We did this last week, and it was really, really cool. So uh, once you join the Dark Art Society Patreon, you get access to not only the website, which we're really, uh, we've got this great website built, but we're trying, you know, we, we haven't gotten to a point where we're able to drive traffic there from the secret Facebook page yet. So we're going to figure out a way to do that, um, this year, but you get access not only to the website, but to the secret dark art society cooperative group. Now this new feature that we started for Patreon members only, is a Friday night live art jam on using the Zoom app, which is a free app you download. And uh, like I said, Steve Clef, who's a great artist, uh, Dark Art Society member, he put this together just, I think, on a whim and um, gave the link and password out in the Dark Art Society cooperative page. And... Uh, it's basically just a bunch of people on zoom creating art and just chatting. So, uh, it went, I, I went on, it start starts. Let me see. We're going to start doing this every Friday. Cause it was so, so much fun. It's, a lot of people showed up. Um, I'm sure it was like 30 at one point we're on there. And it was just like we were all hanging out and talking. We, t David and I talk about this on, on the podcast because David was one of the artists that showed up. I mean, we had some name artists, which was, which was great. Uh, I mean, names that you might know, like 
David Stupakis and Vanessa Lemon showed up and um, Dos Diablo showed up and uh, I hope I'm not missing any others because I'm going to feel bad if I if I do well I'm sorry if I missed you but um, so it was but we're all just on there talking about whatever art stuff hanging out and apparently it went on until five in the morning I had to leave early because I had to get back to doing my posters, but I want I was on for about three hours and I, um, I was the main screen. I was painting, uh, this painting, the, uh, that I mentioned, um, it's called, uh, what's the painting called? A demonic interlude. That's what I called it. And, uh, I painted it live on the zoom channel and, um, yeah, so there's like a main screen of someone's work being created, and then there's a bunch of little screens. You could see what people are doing or see their faces and say hello to them. And we were just all talking about all kinds of stuff. It was really incredible. So another good reason to join the Dark Art Society Patreon. We're going to start doing this once a week every Friday. So uh, it's yeah, it's really fun. Okay, um, what else? I guess... That's it. Okay, that's all. I have no more pearls of wisdom to give you. Just kidding. Yeah, I got nothing. Okay, let's get on with it, because uh, this interview is really good, really fun, and you're going to love it. All right. Thanks, everybody. I hope you enjoy this episode with the amazing David Stupakis. We are what's up david how's it going chip it's thank great. you for having me on the show man thank you i should have you should have been the first guest on the show really because the whole reason this show started is because i was inspired by your <laughs> old podcast so you, you know. had us you, you you had me and the other guy on er, er, early on in Did the we? beginning i think yeah yeah I no think, no i think, I think we were on. i think we were on your show okay okay because i was i thought you guys had us on at one point Hmm. You, but 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 could be either or i'm here now <laughs> it's been three <laughs> so, years so <laughs> and i'm stoked man you got such a great thing going on man the a friday night thing that you got going on dude. well that yeah that just started that was the first time i had done it on friday that was amazing amazing you know just like i felt like i was back in art school without the stress right you know i mean in the sense of just like a bunch of artists hanging out shooting the shit yes everybody yes. working you know because it took me a while to realize at first like that i was like oh my god everybody's working on something this is this is amazing uh, you know? <laughs> yeah yeah it was it's cool it's super fun uh and it was you know it was really cool that uh you came on and uh Vanessa Lemon and Dos Diablos ended up coming on. So, you know, for for the uh the other people who aren't maybe uh aren't at your le- professional level yet, but they kind of want to be there. It was like cool yeah. to be hanging out with these art stars. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, painting yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was I mean, so it was really cool for everybody else as well, you know. I I certainly I didn't even occur to me that anybody you know famous was going to turn up on it you know it was just like hey let's do something for the dark art society community and then you know we got all these kind of uh, some big names on there so it was really 
what what a, what awesome. an amazing way to like share tips and to, mm-hmm. to you know and to like just you know talk about everybody's process and and you know whether you're starting out or you've already been in the game for a bit or right. you know how yeah. it is dealing with gallery oh dude it was great it was yeah great. i heard that you guys went late i had to step no, out pretty I, early I got, I got a little thick in the paint too <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> i woke up the next morning going uh oh <laughs> <laughs> So you're, are you painting it? Uh, you, do you use a, a, a liquid or a medium or, or? I use pretty much just uh, linseed oil, and I oh. just started using refined linseed oil, which I, the, I, I don't even know if there's like a big difference. And also too, I usually, you know, keep my linseed oil out without a lid on it, like like you know, like the stuff so, that I'm using so and that. Up. So I'm sure it probably thickens up mm-hmm. in that because I, I think the refined is is. Well, it's refined, right? right? I guess it's thinner. But oh. um, I hardly ever use liquid just because uh, uh, one time I think it made me sick. And mm-hmm. and also, too, but the biggest thing that I have a problem with it is that um, I always feel like I got to cut it with some with another medium because really? I feel like it goops up on me too quick. Oh. You know? Oh. Okay. And I'm, I'm using – I use Gamblin, I think, for the liquid. Yeah. I use Gamblin. Yeah. Gamsol? But, uh, no, no. The uh, oh, Gamvo- uh, Galkid. Oh, Galkid. Yeah, Galkid. yeah. I've, I've, I have used liquid before, but Galkid's similar, right? Yeah, but Galkid, I, um, Galkid was one that I was I was trying out for a while because Sean Barber was a big Galkid guy, and he he was thinning his with Terps. So I tried using it straight, and it was too it would dry too, too. dry on me. Like I felt like it started to thicken up while I was painting and it was messing me up. But so I ended up kind of going back to liquid because of that. Um, but I've been thinking about linseed oil more because I've never, I've painted maybe one painting with linseed oil and um, just it, liquid works so well with me that I just have never, haven't tried much, uh, much else. So I mean, and how, you don't, and you don't cut the liquid at all with anything? No, no. Yeah. It's pretty I got to try it again. Yeah, though. it's it's uh it's it's got a good good consistency. Sometimes I, I can thin it down a little bit, but um it's like uh Galkit is is like syrup kind of and yeah. and uh liquid li- thinner. It's it's not even that it's thin it's it's thinner. It's weird. It's it's like more gloppy, but yeah. it's so you can put it in a pile and it'll stay like a pile. It won't run like like a, a all over the yeah. Like if you're putting out linseed oil or something, right, where it just right, spread around. Yeah, but it feels thinner than it's not syrupy though. It's a, it's mm-hmm. it's a trip. But I mean, if you're if you work if you got it going on with linseed oil, I wouldn't. Well, I would, my I problems are though is that like change that. Like all of us artists, we run into the situation with a deadline for a show or something like that, and that's where it can run into a problem right. where um. You know, I'm putting the paintings up against the cast iron heater, or like, yeah. <laughs> you know, trying to do whatever I can. Summertime's not too bad because it usually gets hot enough in, in the right. studio that it will dry overnight or at least be dry enough to move on to whatever else I need to kind of get to. Yeah. You know, yeah. but um, but now that you're saying that, it makes me definitely once this chaos that's happening around us all uh mellows out i can get back to the art store well i guess i could order online too but uh to try out linseed oil i mean uh liquid liquid again i've got i've got liquid uh layer like a a pass i've had to finish a painting and 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 i wasn't i had to do it in layers for whatever reason because i just couldn't 
get what I wanted in one sitting. I ended yeah. up drying it in front of a heater, just putting it like a foot away from a heater. I was getting layers to dry in 30 minutes, which That's is like kind of like acrylic almost, you know? And yeah, yeah so I'd, absolutely. I'd paint, I'd do my layer, put it in the uh, bathroom with the door closed, turn the heater on. As long as it's not too close to warp the... Yeah, to warp the board or, <laughs> yeah. or, 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 the actual, or start melting the paint or <laughs> yeah. lighting it on fire, you know, fumes but and shit. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. believe it. Like, same, same with sunlight. You can put it out in sunlight and sometimes get it dry in 30 minutes to an hour, which is kind of amazing. I haven't uh, seen any other medium that will go yeah. that fast. So when you work, like the one that you just posted on uh, on your Patreon now, when you work like that, that'll be dry by the next day. Yeah, no matter, to- totally dry. Yeah, yeah, it's always liquid. It's like it's that's why I, I never strayed from it because it's always totally dry the next day when I go to start. It's not even an issue anymore because of that. Yeah, and I paint wow. kind of thin too. You know, I'm not very thick with the paint. So yeah, me neither. Me neither. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I, I want to. I mean, Mark Bryden says he uses linseed oil because just the safety factor because it's not toxic. Yeah. you know. So I oh, kind of, oh, oh, for the breathing. I thought right. like for like the longevity of the, of and the, the work long, or something. And the longev- and longevity yeah. also, but yeah, for, for breathing and stuff and getting it. Yeah, I hear so many different, so many different approaches to that where it's like, you know, when you're building an underpainting, you shouldn't use any medium or, or, or right. if anything, maybe just a little bit of terps when you like a lot of people will start a painting with raw umber or, or, mm-hmm. or you know, something like that. You, you actually do that yourself mm-hmm. and that, and, uh, and then, but like as you're working on a painting, try to use as less medium as possible because right. the because it'll it'll break down over time. But I don't know, you know, because well, I because because like like William Bouguereau, he's somebody that there's no way in heck he didn't probably use a ton of medium on his work. Yeah, you, well, you know, just because of these translucent right. skins and and you know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you know linseed oil is pretty. Um, regarded as as a safe traditional medium to work to do glazing and stuff with like it's gonna Mm -hmm. it's gonna last but i see what you're saying though it's it's because the the if the lay that's the fat over lean thing right where it's like exactly yeah Yeah. i you know i i didn't i kept i could never get that understand that what that meant up until maybe five years ago so like the first 15 years I knew the principle, but it didn't, I couldn't, it just was not making sense in my brain. I just could not, I kept getting it reversed and confused. And is it more medium after less, blah, blah. What does fat mean for, you know, it's like I couldn't yeah. figure it out. And then I finally, like, somehow it was explained to me and I got it. But yeah, um, I probably watched a YouTube video and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> but I mean, I've got, I got paintings from 2002 that I still have that are not, you know, they're not, they haven't cracked. They haven't done anything, you know, almost yeah. 20 years old and, and they're fine. The only, yeah. the, the only thing I used to do, which was a, such a mistake. is I used to paint liquid like on over all my paintings, like, like a varnish oh. instead of varnishing the way you're supposed to. And there are uh, some of those old paintings. I look at them and it's like, you can, they, they've yellowed and you can kind of see the Color brush strokes. <laughs> yeah. I got one hanging right there. But... <laughs> It looks all right still, but yet it's kind of shady. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's passable, but but still, you know, you want to do it yeah. right. Um, uh, funny, yeah. funny. But anyway, so how are you holding up there in the in the, the in the middle of the zone? 
I'm good, man. I, I, you know, to be truthful, it's, you know, I'm definitely freaked out. I have really bad OCD. So like that's mm. definitely boosted that whole kind of, uh, do you have the germ, side germy, of... germy OCD yeah. or I'm more of like a light switch and like make sure the stove's off type of thing oh, before yeah, I yeah. get better. If mm -hmm. I leave the house and I'm like, I'm more of that kind of guy, right, same but, here. uh, but I'm definitely, you know, definitely, a, you know, if I come home from somewhere, regardless of what's going on right now, I've always been one of those people, especially living in New York City, you're grabbing onto, you know, the yeah. train posts, whatever, <laughs> and you're grabbing on handrails and everything else, doors. Yeah. So I've always been like a, a hand washing guy or whatever. But now it's like, you know, every single time I come home, I got to bleach all the doorknobs, I'm right. hitting all the light switches, I'm, you know, washing my hands. I was like, oh, God, I, maybe I didn't wash them good enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so I get, I'm getting a little crazy, but but I'm good. Um, but uh, it's it's definitely you know getting super intense here. We have so many cases of it. Yeah. And and uh, and not to say, I mean, it's got uh, uh, you know terrible what happened to Italy, terrible right. China, you know, and all over the world, what's going on, and that and you know, unfortunately, everybody's gonna get be getting hit pretty hard. Right. I think you know once. It's just gonna, you know, keep getting bigger and. Yeah, last I heard, it's like the next four weeks are supposed to be. Yeah. Crazy. So. Yeah, we got like yeah. They said I think like twenty one more days or something here before hopefully we right. start, you know, coming down off of it. So. Yeah, but you're uh, like kind of in the middle, right? I mean, where you? Yeah, where I'm in physically Queens, where you. So yeah, I'm in. I'm in I, yeah, in yeah, I'm in New York City, and I'm I'm still super close to the city where everybody's stacked upon everything. Like where I live is very cityish. It's not like a, you know, suburb because so, Queens is so big that like you can be way out in Queens and be like more in suburbia or whatever. Oh, really, I didn't and know that. that. Yeah, Queens I, I think is the biggest borough. I could mm. be wrong, uh, I, but um, but uh, so it's uh, I mean, we had like right from the beginning we had over like 3000 cases like you know i mean not from the beginning beginning but like we we hit 3000 like right away just really? in queens in yeah. queens alone yeah Holy yeah shit. and yesterday i didn't i didn't watch today but yesterday i knew we had over 30 over just manhattan like not manhattan new york city mm -hmm. proper had over like 33000 cases so wow so wow. yeah yeah <laughs> so <laughs> you know so yeah, I've been keeping my 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 going out super limited. Um, other than you know, I got enough food for probably like, uh, probably like four weeks now. Oh, you know, good, good. And that so you know, hopefully not gonna have to really go out at all. Other than maybe just to go take a walk instead right. of fucking people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's side streets you can do that around here. We don't have to walk down the main drag and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. We've uh, still been walking yeah. and walking the dog and all that. You gotta taking a drive, you, gotta, you know. But that's that's the thing though. It's like you guys don't take drives. You guys don't have cars. Yeah, most New Yorkers don't have cars. It's yeah, like... I, I, we have one, but it's only oh, you do? used. Yeah, like if I got to go do the you know Home Depot, do like a big hardware store run, or or for like frames, or or um, right. or like if I'm going to buy a bunch of art supplies and that, which I got to start just buying online. I don't know why I don't, but yeah. the. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'll drive the car into the city or something like oh, that. Okay, but okay. very rarely, though, very rarely. And then it's good if we do want to get the, you know, yeah. make a break or whatever. <laughs> or just me and her a lot of times will just be like, let's just get out of here, you know. You know? <laughs> right, right. So, That's good. That's but, good. Uh, yeah, so it's good to have it. But, yeah, but it's also stressful to have it because you're always going to usually move it all the time. Or you Oh, know, you don't have, a, like, a parking 
I do. We, do we, we got one sweet spot that's like down the woods, about maybe 15 blocks away. And like you can, that's where the car is now. And that's so we, we park it down there. That has, I don't know if they're privately owned streets or something like that, but there's, there's no alternate side parking. But back, so we've been, I've been in New York for 20, 20 or 21 years now. Wow. And that, uh, our first place, man, our, We've had three places since I lived here, but our first place, I probably, you know, within one year, probably had like, I don't know, a shit ton of money in like parking tickets because, you know, I was asleep, <laughs> you know, I'll get it tomorrow. Yeah. So much waking up, you know? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, I've, I've never, I don't know if I've ever been to Queens. Like, I don't know the, the geography of, of New York. Yeah. The yeah. We've well, probably City just been all. in Manhattan, right? Yeah, I went to I went to uh, Last Rites yeah. Gallery, and there was that bar that they take people to after. Lit. Back in the day, yeah. yeah, I think it was called. Well, if it's the one I'm thinking of, it was called Lit. Lit, yeah. They they had like a Rob. weird mascot, like this old man, a T-shirt, like this weird. Oh no! Wait a <laughs> Maybe that was Duff's. Duff's, that's what it was. That's yeah, what it Duff's was. in Brooklyn. So you that's went to in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's like you know, to me, like a good rock bar or, yeah, or yeah. metal bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a the uh, Paul took me behind. Me and Tara McPherson was there, and he took us behind in the back behind the scenes behind the bar. And there was yeah. like there was a a Giger painted guitar. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty amazing. Wow. Just yeah. like hanging out. Yeah, just hanging out. He's like, check wow. this out. <laughs> pretty cool but that was uh that was that was the time i i um i went to new york one other time working on some film shoot and i was barely there and so i didn't really i didn't like get new york and then that that time i um went out for the last right show it's like i totally got why new york is so amazing i was like oh my god this place is so awesome like i loved it yeah it's it's good i'm good to go though yeah <laughs> after you start getting older it's just like you're like oh, yeah right. All right i've been uh, i've ridden enough train i could be out in the country but april's <laughs> kicking ass out here like mm-hmm. what she's doing she's involved with a studio out here and all that stuff so so you know we're oh, we're, we're in here for the long haul but but uh but it's great but i want to ask you this. so do you do you miss that industry at all you know or, yeah yeah um once in a while i'll see a movie or something or i'll like or like the, I got us to work on the the. I had an opportunity to work on the Dark Crystal, and I and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It was weird. It was like, I can't do it. I can't. I can't do. I mean, I can't take three weeks off of. So I can't stop everything. I've got so much like yeah. all these balls in the air with this art career. So I had to turn it down, which was really weird. Yeah. Um. So. Oh. You know, and that would have been amazing. That would have been an yeah. amazing one. And I'm sure you've my... been work, probably working with a lot of old friends. Yeah, exactly. And, Everybody you know. I knew was all, all my old buddies, you know, from Ricks and stuff were, were working there. So it was kind of a bummer. But every once in a while, I'll, you know, I'll um, start missing it, kind of. And I miss It's more like, you know, talking to Steve Wang. I interviewed Steve Wang. I don't know if you know Steve. Um... Is Steve the one who does the giant heads? No, that's not? Kazu. That's Kazu. Okay, Kazu. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I gotta have Kazu on too. But uh, Steve designed the Predator. He designed the original Predator. Oh, He's like okay. legend, legend sculptor, amazing artist, just genius. And we worked, and we worked together at Ricks and stuff. And actually, I started missing it when we were on on there during because we were just 
bullshitting about old times in the film business and it got me realizing how much fun it was it really was like you come into work and uh you know there's music playing it's a bunch of artists sitting sculpting monsters all day i mean it's pretty great <laughs> as far yeah, as jobs yeah, go you know? <laughs> and everyone's talking you know just ta- talking about whatever the latest thing in the news or what movie yeah. just came out and and it was just like it really was fun. So I do, I, I miss the social aspect of it. Um, but then I have another. Baraka, 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 I can't even say the word. Uh, <laughs> the word that means like just dealing with the shit. <laughs> like that probably wasn't fun. Like, oh, in right, the sense right. Of, That's what I was getting. You know, like. Oh, yeah. yeah. The politics yeah. and all the bullshit. Yeah. Po- the, politics. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I have a. What's, what's that word I'm thinking of? Bureaucracy? Bureaucracy? Bureaucracy. Bureaucracy. Okay, there, there you go. go. <laughs> You got it. You got it. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend, Neil Wynn, who still works in, in the industry. And I have a lot of friends that still work in the industry, but I talk to Neil kind of a lot. And he's always kind of, you know, every time I talk to him, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I left. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because yeah. he's, you know, he's in, in, the, in the midst of it dealing with it. And it's like, yeah, there's so much heartbreak and bullshit. It's, it's like, yeah. you know, it's almost as good as it is bad in a way, you know, because, you, you know, you work. We talked about this um, with the Steve Wang episode. You work on something for six months, and you have the most amazing creature, and you put mm-hmm. all your heart and soul into it, and it's just like mm-hmm. this incredible, beautiful thing, and you don't even see it in the movie. Like yeah. you see it for two seconds, and you yeah. can hardly tell. It's just that's to like... tell what it is, or or where it gets shot because it was a lot. Cause I was doing video games for a while, mm. and that's like a lot of the things that I would deal with would be like. I'd work on something for six months and then finally the project would change and then it would no longer be, you know, if those characters I was designing would no right. longer need it for what we were doing anymore. So it's just like the thing that blew my mind was like how much money was just constantly being oh. wasted. Oh, to- me was, too, man. You know? That's exactly like the movie business. It's like they, yeah. they would, you'd be, I, I worked on, uh, I, I've told this before. I've worked on men in black too. I designed this character that had like, it was had like CG parts CG'd out so that it had this weird shape, you know, that couldn't yeah. be human. It was a guy in a suit, but we, you know, got rid of, a, we were supposed to get rid of a bunch of parts digitally to make it all crazy looking. And I, I, I'm sure I spent, you know, it must've been like three or, f- I don't know, two or three months maybe working on this, had a kind of a sculpt, a sculptor uh, assisting me. I painted it. We had a mechanical mechanic built this mechanical head. All this, I mean, a lot of money, probably, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure it was, could have been a hundred grand, maybe they spent on it. Just like, see you later. And, and it, they, didn't even, they didn't even use it. They took it on set one time. And then it was in the airport scene. And they were going to have him walking across the airport. But it's like, it was, there was parts sticking out where the guy in a green suit and they yeah. were like, you know, they just put him on set because it was just like a madhouse. And, and finally, I think Rick was like, no, you can't shoot that like that. That has to be shot on a green screen. It's going to be cut out. And so they're, oh, sorry. And then they pulled him off and then that was it. Okay, get him out of the suit. And then that was it. But luckily wow. they, they ended up putting him in uh, Man in Black 3. So that was, it finally got to oh, be seen. Right you on. could actually right see on. it. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, it's like it's like that. Every Every show is like that, you know, every... 
there's some in it. We don't want to get into a bitch fest here because it's just. Oh no, 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 no! Of course, of course, it's just, it's just fun to. You know, I could go on. I just that I could, I could take it, the you know? I could take the whole, the whole show over with bitching about yeah. movie stuff. I don't want to do that. I want yeah, to get no, into. No, totally. I want to get into you. I want to get into your life. I want to get into. Uh, I want to hear about. You know how you how did you start on the artist path? I'm sure it was early for you. I imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, like. For us all, it's usually, you know, it starts on really early on. I mean, I had a, uh, you know, just watching cartoons and trying to emulate mm. Bugs oh, Bunny yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or cartoon kind of trying to draw, like look at TV and draw it as quickly yeah. as possible, <laughs> you know, and you know, you'd be like, wow, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But like it probably looked fucking nothing like it or whatever, <laughs> you know, but or, you know, you just keep on getting better and watching Bob Ross and mm-hmm. trying to you know, you know, pencil to that. Cause I probably wasn't even using paints that young or something, but, um, uh, but I, I, another thing with me is like, I, I very early on within like the second grade, I, I had like a pretty severe learning disability. Mm-hmm. So, um, so ended up getting kept back and, you know, so art was like, became to be a super salvation. I think it's a salvation for anybody. I don't think you have to have any problems to kind right. of, you know, get there you know yeah, if you life, love art, life then is it's... fucked up <laughs> enough, fucked up enough exactly, for everybody right, right? exactly <laughs> exactly so so but what happened was that i would from that because of my learning disability i would have to be in special programs so i constantly went from school to school to school mm. so art for me was like one of my ways of making friends and kind of getting right. to know people whatever because you know they right. like, oh, what are you drawing you know and all that stuff you drawing gi joe whatever it was you know star wars shit yeah. and that and uh so and it ended up being my way to just kind of get in there you know and start to kind of know people but um so yeah i was doing it you know, from the, from the get-go, from yeah. as long as I can remember, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, I, I, I assumed as much. That must have been really hard dealing with that, right? Wasn't yeah. It, was it, I mean, how do you deal with something like that as a kid? Because I'm sure people just start treating you differently and teasing oh, and all that yeah. shit. Yeah, you're the stupid it, kid, yeah. you got problems, and everybody, you know, knows that classrooms where the dumb yeah, kids that's go, so, whatever, that's you know? so awful. So, I mean, it must, yeah. been, it must have been really painful. Yeah, I, I still had a really good crew of of friends when I would come back home from oh, really? being like away from school. So I'd always just you know that always brightened up. It was everything, like your sep- you know it was like mean? a separate life, like you had exactly, two different lives. What exactly, a yeah, completely. I'd never even thought about it like that, but it's totally <laughs> true. It was like two completely different lives. I mean, I made made some great friends out of those situations as well, going to those schools and stuff. You know, a couple right. of them I still even know today. Hmm, um, that's cool. But um, but yeah, but. But, uh, yeah, so, so, and then from there, it just, you know, I got super into comic books, uh, mm-hmm. very early, very, very early on and that, and, uh, and then, you know, um, I wanted to get into that industry, uh, especially when like image broke and all that stuff and, and right. like at 90, 92, 91 or I forget what it was, but, uh, so I spent a long time trying to, trying to get into that, got a tons of rejection letters <laughs> oh so you were trying you were tons, yeah what was this like it's awesome what was this like uh high school just out of high school or what no 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 this is this is right yeah yeah right out of high school so yeah i think it was like 90 91 into 92 or something like that you know okay. and that and then uh and then so it, it, it was out through that time that um that and then i did a year i did a year before i dropped out uh, in college at, at the art Institute of Boston. Hmm. And that was, it was so beneficial. Like, 
I kind of, there's a part of me that's very, very grateful that I left, but there's also part of me that was also um, disappointed now when I look back because right. I'll never forget when I went through like my figure drawing book, like those big white sketch pads that, that you get. Yeah. And I was going through that. And within just like, you know, so one one notebook would at last you probably, I don't know, a couple months or something like that. Right. And I would look through them all and I would just see this progression, like just like just taking off. Yeah. From like, like where I could hardly draw into like, you know, this, you know, like, whoa, that's actually kind of decent, you know? <laughs> that's awesome. And that, so where, uh, you know, I think the structure of school is is unbelievable, like because you have to be, con they're, yeah. you know, constantly, you know, if you don't have your own kind of uh, uh, willpower and mm -hmm. just kind of, you know, want and drive, a drive to do it, then, right. you know, school's great. But uh, so I dropped out after because I just didn't like the whole vibe. And I think at that point I was just sick of school anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> so so uh, and I was going locally. I was going to Boston and stuff. So because um, I'm, I'm from the I'm from Massachusetts and that. Oh, wow. And uh, that's right. Uh, so I, I uh, ended up uh, and then that's kind of when the comic book thing happened, because when I went to college, I majored in illustration because I was like, well, you know, what do I think I could actually get a job doing with art, mm -hmm. you know? So I was like, you know, okay, I'll do illustration. And then I had painting as like a minor. And right. that. Um, but uh, but this, so that that's where the comic book stuff started. And then that kind of grew into uh, complete frustration, you know? Because mm -hmm. I was like, would pencil everything, and then I would pen and ink everything, you know? And then I, if I would mess up a pen and ink, then I'd like redo everything. You know, and back then it wasn't like I was printing out like the blue print drawings and then like I was like always inking over the original right. like sketches and stuff. So I'd be like, no, be crazy because I never wanted to use whiteout. I mean, I'm sure I use it here and there and stuff. But like so my buddy I was sharing a studio with my friend Chris, he was like, dude. You just because he was painting, he was painting acrylic the whole time, and he was working on these giant fucking paintings and like just <laughs> just having so much fun. He was like, "Dude, you gotta paint, man! You gotta paint!" Wow. So so uh, so from there, that's when I finally kind of I didn't give up doing the comic book thing. It just slowly kind of transitioned, like I was doing like you know collage and then mm. pen and ink and then paint and you know all sorts of different stuff. And then I started getting into just doing more traditional, just straight up acrylics, like just acrylic paintings. And that, and then my father was like, "Why are you painting with acrylics? You know, got to paint with oils." And I was really? like, "All right, yeah, yeah," because he was an oil painter. So, oh, really? You know, Your dad was an oil painter? Day. Yeah, yeah. No way! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What kind of yeah. stuff so did he do? He... Uh, a lot of figurative stuff. A lot of like, uh, he would do some nature stuff too, like birds and you know animals, so like, like all different kinds of animals. Kind of? Yeah, 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 definitely realism. You wow. know, that's so cool. The craziest thing, Chet, is that I can look at his older work. And I can see my early because he because ne he never really completely stuck with it. Mm -hmm. He started painting when he was in the service, and then mm -hmm. when he got out of the service, I think he kind of painted maybe a little bit longer, but then kind of gave it up. Mm -hmm. And that, but I can see, but he was, but he he was getting really fucking good at it, right. right? But I can see within his figurative work, with my old figurative work, you see the same kind. And this is before I would even see his paintings, or like you know, it oh, wasn't wow. like <laughs> I wasn't even like studying his work, right. but I could see like the 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 same form and the same way shape wow. of way that I was painting eyes and noses and mouths, and it was wow. pre pretty wild how like genetics. You know, <laughs> yeah, if it's genetics or if I'm just crazy and I'm thinking I'm seeing things that, are, that aren't maybe really there, you know, but <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. it was pretty wild, you know, but then that's how the whole kind of that, that's that's how I got into like 
you know, I'm sure we all dabbled in paintings, whether it was watercolors. I mean, I even got really, when I was really young, had oil paints and stuff like that, you know, experiment. But mm-hmm. I, I found some of those before and they're just like, you know, I was trying to do those Bob Ross paintings. It was just like mud. <laughs> you <laughs> have those still? Them, like, great. Oh, I got, I got, I got like two of them. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. Well, that's great. So, and I'm sure my mother has a bunch of them too, but <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, I, yeah. I remember the first, the, my first, uh, the first time I remember kind of experiencing oils were these old paint by numbers that came with oil paints. That Which came was, with oil paints? Yeah. I remember the paint by numbers, but it was the acrylic. I mean, not acrylic, but water based. Right. No, these wow. were oil paints, which was really weird because I remember the smell and I remember they took forever to dry, but but I but I, I used to love those paint by numbers. Um, like Pirates of the Caribbean, Disney one. So it was like yeah. pirate skeletons and shit like that. And um, yeah, I remember oils from the, back then. And then my dad was a painter, my stepdad. So when he moved in, I was like nine or so, there was just oil painting Paint going every, on yeah. every day in the den and it just smelled like linseed oil and i was just kind of part of my yeah existence you know but now uh, did he teach you a, a, a lot of tricks and a lot of tips or did you just yeah. wa- like learn by just watching yeah not really it was weird it was more by the time he it was it was very cosmic because by the time he um met back up with my mother because my my mother and him were high school sweethearts he ended up moving away because he on a I think like San Francisco or to go to school for because he uh, he got some scholarship. He was like he was like he was a he was a captain of the football team and he was an artist, which was really weird. It was like that kind of Frazetta thing. And yeah. um, <laughs> I think yeah, he got totally a, right. yeah, I think he got a scholarship because of his football playing or something. And he ended up moving away. Then my then my uh, mother got together with my dad and then had kids and blah, blah. And then they got divorced and then he came back into town and they got back together. And, right on. but by that time I was already like in, in my mind, I was an artist already. Like I, this is my, my path from the first, yeah. at least first grade, probably earlier. I mean, I was drawing since I was probably three, I can remember, but I remember being in the first grade and thinking I'm an artist, you know? And so it was weird. All of a sudden I've got this artist, uh, living with me who's my stepdad and and so uh there was there's one painting i have it's it's a wanted sign like very mad magazine because he said he was like you want to if you want to paint i'll help you and so i sat down with him and it was it's as dangerous dan wanted dead or alive or something it was like a poster of this you know like this tough guy with like a big cut in his face and he he like helped me paint it a little bit you know And, and 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 uh and that was the only time. And other, th- other than that, he was very like hands off because he he went to uh, art college in the '60s, and he was like, it was he wanted to paint representational, realistic work, and it was all about abstract, abstract expression, yeah. expressionism. And so he was not into that, and he was he felt like art school kind of wrecked him, and he didn't. He was very like hands off because he didn't want to influence me because he saw that I was already like on my path and I was yeah. good at it at an early age. But he was always there if I had questions. And so it was more like this osmosis thing. It was just like when you grow up basically in a museum where there's paintings on all the walls and then there's a guy over here painting every single day, including Sundays, like every day he was in there painting seven days a week. What a role model. Yeah. Right. right? To be like, to be like, whoa, that's what it is to be an artist. Totally. Work every day and many hours a day. Well, that's, that's why I ended up 
uh, one of the reasons I ended up getting to makeup effects because I saw him struggle my whole life. And that's why, you know, there was a point mm -hmm. where I was like probably 12 or so. And I was like, okay, this, this seems really difficult because it was, you know, we'd have money cause he'd sell a painting and then we'd be completely broke for months and it would just up and down and up and down. And he was doing illustration work for, the Dodgers and the Rams and bodybuilding magazine and all, you know, different yeah. illustration jobs and stuff. But then he would have nothing. And you know how it is <laughs> basically yeah, the way yeah, we are yeah. now. So I got fascinated with, with uh, makeup and effects and making movies around like nine or 10 years old. And I found my dad's old super eight camera. Um, so I was interested in that, but then there was a point when I started seeing all these, you know, like Dawn of the Dead and mm -hmm. The Howling and American War from London. And I was like, okay, you could do this as for a living, and I'm and I'm into it. So I was like, I'm gonna keep being interested in this. And then, you know, I kept telling myself all throughout this thing, my as I was, you know, building my portfolio in high school, I was like, okay, this is it's practical, and I love it, so I'm gonna do this. And 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 it just at, at a point, it seemed like being a fine artist was just not an option, especially if you think about, you know, think about uh, the early eighties, you know, mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. would you even show the kind of stuff we're doing? How oh, would yeah. you, yeah. other than like heavy metal or, yeah. like, or like album covers right. or stuff like that? I mean, but that, like, good luck trying to get a job in that industry, right. you know, back then, <laughs> you know, the, so now were you at that point when you decided to get into the, into the makeup and building monsters industry, were you already, painting monsters at that point i mean not necessarily what you paint today right. but like i was when you... yeah i was drawing that i was always always been a drawer a sketcher constantly yeah. throughout my whole life so i would always draw uh creatures and it was mostly for you know i was so obsessed with effects stuff it was mostly for like uh, uh designing like a mask i wanted to make or coming up with a creature that I think would be cool in a movie, like a zombie jester. I remember one time I made yeah. a zombie jester yeah, drawing, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, the gestures and, were big back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a drama all the time, too. Yeah, totally. <laughs> skulls with gesture hats. Yeah, and, totally. Know, hey, I just did, skulls I, with for bells and everything. I just did one recently, man. I did a, a big yeah. old oh, dude, one a couple of years ago. Dude, that thing is awesome. I love Thanks. that painting. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so um, I uh, uh, I was kind of de designing masks and stuff like that, and when I started painting, uh, it was like I kind of had to co start coming up with this style because I, I I as much as I was drawing monsters, it was more about like realistic monsters for movies. You know, I was seeing them that way and not really stylizing them the way I do now. So yeah, so yeah. it was kind of like starting from nothing, sort of. I didn't have all that all worked yeah. out when I first my started favorite painting. Thing, dude, my favorite thing, and like I jumped off the couch, but on Hellboy 2, when that one guy comes up, that's your guy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. It's like a chet, like, like, it was so, <laughs> like, like. Like the stuff that you did with Tool and everything, it looks like your work and everything. But but that was like, oh my god, right. that is like literally a Chet Zar painting that's come to life. <laughs> like, oh yeah, man, it was amazing. It was... I get chills just thinking about it right now. Oh, it was. <laughs> it was. Hey, it gave me chills at the time. Yeah, it was like Guillermo. Yeah. Guillermo was like, do anything you want. This is the Chamberlain. It's the king's right hand man. He's not really in it that much. Just do whatever you want. And I was like, okay, and. 
yeah, it was my first opportunity and really my only opportunity, I think, to, to do my thing in a movie. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. it was like hands off. He was very hands off, too. It was totally amazing. See it too. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Unbelievable. He, he said that he said uh, the, the only criteria was make it to where the actor's mouth it blends at the actor's mouth so that so Doug Doug Jones can talk could yeah move his and mouth everything else whatever you want to do so I was like okay um yeah it was it was it was amazing and it you know it had like mechanical eyes and blinks I wanted it to be we didn't have time for it but I wanted it to ha- like you know the head is kind of like yep. a tall squ- square square squared off yeah yep. I wanted it to be like jointed to where the head like m- bent forward and moved all around <laughs> I thought that would be pretty cool that'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> Yeah, but th- but I mean, if you know, if the if the film industry was like that experience, I probably wouldn't have left. But yeah. but that was you know that was the first time in the, the fifteen or so years, twenty years that I was in that business where that something like that happened. That was pretty much the last one that you did. No, I, I worked on the last movie I worked on in a shop was Land of the Lost, <laughs> the Land of the Lost remake. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I helped. Never I, see, I didn't. See I, it, I, yeah. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> i never there's a lot of movies i've worked on that i've never seen yeah because you just kind of know but um yeah yeah so so anyway yeah yeah i i miss it from time to time but i can't you can't beat doing your yeah. own thing you know that it's what, like you no know, no absolutely absolutely that was the thing with the video games where 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 when i started doing that um and that was in the early i think early 90s or mid 90s or something like that but it was it was where i you know i would work sometimes we would work so much that we'd bring sleeping bags into the office and we would just sleep you know in in the office because you would have these crazy deadlines where it's like by the end of this week we need to have this thing rendered and it's got to work and we got to send it to japan or wherever you know and that for them to see it and that and uh so I just had no, I didn't do any, any personal work for pretty much the whole time. And I, but I was a contractor, so I'd work for a year. I'd be off for maybe like four okay. months or th- three months. And, you know, so I would have time then. And then finally, the last time that I got laid off, I was like, F this, man. I'm just going to, you know, try to do this painting thing. And then, you know, I had a, you know, started a mural company and I was doing that on the side. Oh, and, wow. And that, so that worked out, you know, a little bit, you know, but, um, but, but you know, you get that feeling of like, what am I doing? Like, I, you know, I like, I, I have ideas and I can't even get my ideas out of me because of right. I'm always doing this other stuff. You right, know? So, right. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, what's the what's the point of this? You know? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, that's and and nowadays it's amazing because of the way that we have it with social media and and YouTube and all these different ways of like getting you know, what you do out there, it's, it's much more, you know, I just think, cause in the, I was just thinking to myself, cause back then it was a little crazy cause you was still living within a closet within anything that you were pretty much doing for yourself because, you know, yeah. other than, you know, you, you know, you could share with your friends, but you didn't really share outside of there. there was you know? no, yeah. Yeah. I you mean, know? there was nowhere but, to, there was nowhere to show it. That's the yeah. thing, you know, um, what would you do back? You know, you'd have to call a gallery you know, we're talking about the days before the internet was well, yeah, big. Back, you know, it's like yeah, back then I showed at bars and I showed at nightclubs and I showed. And you had and to go I, in I, there I, I would, and would, ask them, like, "Hey, can exactly. I show?" <laughs> yeah, hey, I got, I got some work I'd like to hang in your place. And, <laughs> let me see this, you know. 
and normally get probably shot down more than anything <laughs> yeah. else. I don't want skulls and things like that hanging in here, you know. Were you were you initially painting kind of the same thing you're doing, this kind of dark gothic style when oh, you first yeah. started? Yeah, definitely, definitely. But I think it was a little bit more literal than maybe, I don't know. You know, it's so hard for me to look at my work and to like, to because I see it, I think, a lot differently than other people see it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. In the, in the sense of like, like, I, like, there's no doubt. I know that I fall within the dark art community of like the work that I do. Absolutely. Right. right? But, but I don't see it as dark. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. However, like my earliest stuff, there could be like a lot of violence in it sometimes and stuff mm-hmm. like that because it was still really uh, not mature work. You know what I mean? It was right. like I was still a kid, you know, in that. And, you know, I thought maybe guns were cool or I thought that <laughs> I, I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, because I was coming, still coming out of that comic book comic type books, of yeah. mindset. And video you know, games so, too. And video games and all that stuff. So I had a lot of that kind of within it. Um, it still had a, a fantasy element or like a – and that to it, but it was more kind of, uh, it was, a, it was, it was more darker. You know, I remember <laughs> having work one time in a coffee shop and, uh, the manager okayed it. And then the owner ended up coming in and I had this girl in a painting that was holding a gun to like this guy that had like a skull skull. He was like a skeleton, but then he had like this, like human face mask on <laughs> and that, Excellent. Through the head and the friggin' And she was wearing all like like latex, like vinyl or whatever, you know. And <laughs> and uh, she was painted like kind of like an Alice Cooper looking type of wow. you know face and all that stuff. Uh-huh. And that and uh, and and the owner came in and freaked the fuck out. So <laughs> ended up getting a phone call, dude. You got to come here and get your work like right away, right, right away. This guy's not having it, and, and he's getting ready to rip all your work off the walls. Like, oh. all right, all right, I'll be there right now. So you know, but uh, yeah. So but but. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I guess getting back to that, uh, you know, yeah, back then they just do anything, and and that's the same thing that I say now, like for people, like just get your work wherever you can get your work, you know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, say it's easier because you can share it online and you can instantly get, you know, you know, your likes or your mm-hmm. comments and all that stuff like that. But um, but you know, I, I I still believe there's nothing like being able to get your work in front of like actual physical paintings yeah. instead of looking at a two inch by two inch Absolutely. image online you know? yeah yeah and that so but yeah, um, i always yeah. say it's like the difference between seeing a live band in person or listening to the exactly. cd you know what i mean exactly exactly so yeah there's the, and that's 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 why you know i think that's why i think galleries will never totally go away and oil painting or or acrylic whatever original artwork one-of-a-kind artwork will also never go away because as things become more you know, technological and less personal, the the more valued this original handmade p- pieces of work. Type. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's, yep. They're going to be more valued because, you know, that's like, that's the real shit. You know? Yeah, it's the, the meat and bone, like the real meat and right. bones to everything, you know? Right, yeah, right. yeah, definitely. So, definitely. I mean, that's that's why it's, it's strange to have a, um, a place at the table in this day and age as painters you know it seems very unlikely but when you think about it it kind of makes sense because people i think people are hungry for realness as the world becomes more fake and full of shit everywhere Mm -hmm. you know it becomes more just plastic and product and nothing of substance yeah you know yeah 
Yep, yep. Stuff that has no story behind it. Stuff that has right. no, you know, you know. And then again, like being the whole kind of meat and bones and actual yeah. t- tangible thing that you can, you know, you could touch if you wanted to, right. you know, and rub right. your hands over the the texture of the paint and you feel know. the weight of the paint. That's what I love yeah. when I do a painting and I, and you pick up the canvas or board after you finished it and it's heavier. That's what heavier I love. than yeah, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. It's Absolutely, like it, it feels so good. It feels so good yeah. to to yeah. feel that feeling. So, how did yeah. you? I, this is a difficult question, but um, I, I know it's one that a lot of people are are going to be interested to hear. How how did you develop into what you're doing now? Like, how I did that in- work? Yeah, I think emulation, like like emulating. I think that you know you all you don't you don't get to <clears throat> excuse me you don't get to who you are without being inspired by other people. Absolutely, you know? yeah. You yeah. know, and, and 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 I think the 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 trick there is is that um, maybe early on, you know, your work definitely resembles you know another artist or mm-hmm. another you know whatever you're taking, whether it's writing or, 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 you know, that you're emulating into yeah, your work, you, you kind of see it within there. Right. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, uh, so I think it all starts there. I mean, there's, there's no doubt I have paintings that look like Salvador Dali and all these oh, other really? things. <laughs> in the big, oh yeah. You know, cause you know, I'd get really inspired by his work yeah, when I got yeah. turned on to him or something, you know, and that, um, so, so, uh, I think, um, you know, and then over time, what you hope to happen is that stuff becomes to be so buried and so subdued within when you, you know, cause you're starting to find your own voice mm-hmm. within that stuff, you know? Yeah. So then you start pulling out of that, um, who you truly are. You know, I don't really think I start really finding out <clears throat> who I really was with my work until probably maybe, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, you mm. know, yeah, and that, yeah. you know, um, Absolutely. uh, but, but now I kind of feel like I got a grasp on it, but also too, it's like a, I don't like that to be a burden either on, on me personally, because I don't want to become, to be, um, a, a emulation of myself, you know, right, all the time. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like where, where sure. I become to be held down because, you know, like people expect something mm-hmm. from you and it's like, ah, no, you know, you know, I'll be the first to like destroy my own career by like completely changing it. <laughs> if, if, if I get bored at what I'm doing, you know, right. you know, cause like, I, th- like it's a, that's the thing to me that's so important about this, this thing. And I talk about it all the time, but I think it's really important to echo again is like, we, we do this thing because it brings us happiness. It brings us salvation. It brings us, it's like a, ther- it's a therapy for us, you know, yeah, right. Yeah. And that. And, and, and it's this thing that comforts us and it helps us with bad times. It helps us with good times. It helps mm-hmm. us, you know, with everything. So what happens is like when that starts to become to be a burden because you start feeling a certain way about like what you're doing. And then I have to do this one thing other than uh, otherwise, like, you know, because people know me for this thing or my career is going to suffer if I try to change or, right. or, 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 you know, or maybe I'm not going to sell the work because I want to try something different or that's a problem because then, then, the, then you start realizing this thing that brought you joy. And this is, I'm only speaking to myself for this because this right. is what, uh, an experience that I, I absolutely think this had. is, an, I think this is a problem for every artist though. I think this yeah. is a potential problem for every artist. Yeah. Definitely. Then I, I became miserable in making work. I didn't even want to paint anymore. Wow. Cause I was like, 
I'm not enjoying like I'm not I'm not finding new things. I'm not I'm mm-hmm. not exploring different ideas. I am not right. uh, you know and and then I ended up just starting to kind of evolve into I guess where I am now, you know. And I, and and if the minute that I get that feeling again with what I'm doing now, then I'll throw it to the wind and see what happens again because I just, you know, I want this thing to constantly bring me happiness, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that, yeah, you, know? you got to be growing and changing to be happy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, granted with that thing too, I mean, you're going to get a commission or you're going to get, or you're going to get a job or wherever that people expect something from you because of what they know you for. And that's mm-hmm. not the time to say, Hey, I'm going yeah, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm to totally switch it up here and you know, give you exactly what you didn't want. Definitely. There's a time and a place for exactly. experimentation <laughs> and that yeah. time and place yeah. is not when you have like this big bill to pay and a, a customer yeah. coming to you with a commission. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. Well, I mean, you know, one thing that I think both of us, both of us are absolutely painting our, like our own worlds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We've got yeah. our own yeah. like visions of these worlds. Yeah. And, mythologies. Yeah. And, um, you know, that, that is, that is such a, um, uh, a great, place to be and it's such a cool framework framework to work within because it's you know you can keep expanding your reality however you want you know there could be a a happy part of dystopia or a happy light yeah you know (laughs) daytime world of david stubacus yeah maybe there's different dimensions within that mythology right 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 (laughs) you know yeah different worlds within worlds and yeah yeah so that's i love that about the um the that I guess, you know, fantasy or whatever you want to call it, um, surrealism or however you want to, you know what I'm talking about? The, yeah. what is it? Uh, uh, Alex Gray calls it. What does he call it? Oh yeah. He does have a great name for it. It's like, I mean, he basic, he calls everything, all of the stuff that we're doing, the dark stuff, light, whatever he calls it all visionary, which I'm cool with visionary art, but, but he's, he says it's from the, he says it's from the imaginal realms. I think you know uh, it's from it's it's that's that's the one of the big defining markers mm-hmm. of what we're doing. It's it's coming out of our imaginations, you know. because yeah. a lot of people are not painting from their imaginations; they're painting from life, which is totally mm-hmm. cool, you know. And I respect the hell out of it because it's fucking hard to do right and do well. Um, yeah. A bowl of fruit, you know, it's hard to paint a bowl of fruit really well. So it's absolutely, it's just, it's, just like, absolutely. it's not for me. It's not that flowers. And <laughs> yeah. Everything. yeah, it's not, sure. it's not, you know, what I'm passionate about, but I can certainly appreciate it. But, um, God, I can't, I can't imagine not painting in, I can't imagine yeah. not going from the imagination in that way. Painting from your own. Exactly. That's yeah. such a yeah. key component in, in what you're doing as well. It's like, that's yeah. part of the fun, right? Coming yeah, up well, with these... cause then, cause not to say that you're not doing that when you're painting a bowl of fruit or something like that, but like, but when you are painting from imagine, your imagination, you're bringing into the world, you're birthing into the world something that has never existed right. before. You know yeah, what I mean? And, and so you're getting exciting. to show like a dimension within, you know, your work. Like, you know, you think about Token and like Lord of the like, right. it's just that was something that that he thought of you know and yeah. then when you start to think about how in depth that is yeah he spoke his own languages and wrote his own songs and know, all that crazy right? stuff it, it gets it like blows my fucking head up you know yep and, uh, <laughs> and you see all the backstories yeah I'm sorry. yeah yeah no yeah. i'm just i'm just thinking from a painter's perspective too if you look at bekshinsky's body of work mm-hmm. there's just so much it's so 
It, it's so amazing. And it's and he's a guy, too, that not only did he create a ton of work, not only was he working out of his imagination, but he changed a lot, actually. there's yeah. If you look at his work, you could tell it's all done by him, but he definitely went through some phases where he was phases doing totally different. different kind of shit. You know? Uh, I got to look at some of his early... I, I mainly know the later work, you know, and that. So I yeah. don't know. He's a German guy, right? The, no, the, he was or, uh, Polish. Polish, Polish, not German. If you Polish. you won't, yeah. If if you if you haven't like really looked in depth at Bekshinsky stuff, it is there's so much of it. It's it's insane. Like he's yeah. he's he was so prolific. He, it'll make you feel like a slacker because it's just yeah, like right? <laughs> I paint a and lot. I'm sure he probably had like, no help either. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I paint a lot, and I look at his stuff, and I'm like, how the hell did he do it? It's insane. Yeah. But um, it just it's just cool to see. He kind of went. He would go through more abstract phases, where things were, you couldn't tell what, you know, his earlier stuff. It's like the stuff that you're familiar with. It's like these kind of corpse-like people and environments. Mm -hmm. But later, he gets into this stuff where it's like, the person is also looks like they're made of paper that's tearing away, and the paper is like stuck on the wall. If it's a wall, like really mindfuck kind of stuff. It's great, you know. Just it just, but but. but he, you know, it's cool to see his different, uh, his evolution because he, he also, you know, he went through a phase where he was, I saw some paintings of person where they're all just done with little lines, almost like cross hatching, just mm-hmm. insane, insane. And that stuff. was for earlier on stuff, the cross hatching, like the line I think that was or... late. I think that was like maybe uh, late eighties or early nineties, maybe that he was doing that stuff. Yeah. But, and then at the end of his career, he got into Photoshop and he was just doing these crazy Photoshop. Really? Yeah. And he was like in his seventies or something about him. I just know that those like corpse, like paintings and the real, those beautiful environments that he does and stuff. Did you end up watching that? Did you see the documentary? Uh, No, no, I haven't seen it. Yeah. There's a documentary that came out. I like it's, I think, I think it's based on, I mean, it's definitely based on his career, but I also think it's based about his because I think he had a lot of problems oh, with it's his a, son. It's it's a, the move. It's like a it's like a drama dramatization of. I, oh, is that I, what it is? It's not. It's or there. I think there was. I'm not sure. It's yeah. yeah there was a there was a movie that was made about him and his wife and his son that was like a movie movie that okay. I, that I haven't seen. But I I know someone. There are like kind of documentaries, but they are kind of homemade. Yeah, maybe yeah, documentaries, yeah. but yeah, he had a he was. He was also really interesting. Like he didn't name any of his paintings, which is totally cool. All of them are untitled. Every single, like hundreds of paintings are all untitled. They just numbered or, or, or nothing, nothing, nothing <laughs> which is so cool. That's he he was like, he was super quotable. You know, he's, he's got, he's got amazing quotes about art. Like he says, I'm something to, along the lines of, I'm not, I don't know what my paintings mean and I'm not interested in knowing. <laughs> it's like, that's he's just awesome. all about painting that's them. Awesome. Yeah. That's so. great. Cause that's, that is the hardest thing that like you deal with them or not deal. Like it's not terrible, but it's just like <laughs> people want to know, you know, all the time. It's like, you know, even, even, even if I do know what this painting, cause some of my paintings definitely have, I was going through something and right. I painted it for that reason. Right. Mm. But it's like, if I tell you, then it's only going to ruin it for you because you you initially are going to have your own idea for yourself of what it means, this, you know. Yeah. And if I tell you if it's like about this really bad thing that happened in my life, mm-hmm. then like it's that's all you're going to think about when you look at it. <laughs> you know, this, this is the the one of the big issues I have with this dystopia book I'm working on, where I'm mythologizing the world. Yes. Yeah. It's like 
I, I wrestled with this for a long time. Like if I, if I tell what's going on in the painting, then it's going to take the mystery away. So it's like, it's definitely going to have that effect for some, for people. They're going to, they're going to yeah. be like, Oh, I always kind of felt this about it, but I eventually was kind of like, it's worth the trade off for me to be able to keep Absolutely. building this world and maybe turn it into a comic book and all the yeah. things that I would love a to do. Game it's like, or, or like just, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I'm just thinking about your own D and D like, Oh type man. Of thing. Yes. Oh my God. These are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's like a trade off. It's like, okay, you can't have everything. You have to trade off. And people, I figure if people really want to hang on to their own feelings, they could ignore all the, they could ignore yeah. the book and the other stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. like Stephen King says, like the the book's still on your shelf, man. Like, I, I, like because people say how much they hated the movie or something. It's like right. the book's still there. <laughs> you know, the book hasn't changed. It's still the same ending and everything else. Right. Yeah. But, so yeah. you speaking of books, I mean, you do book illustrations too. You did some amazing, amazing uh, book illustrations for Stephen King's son, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Hill, yeah, yeah. yeah that was that fire that was paintings a... you did are fucking like I. The, that's the first time I ever looked at fire in a painting, and I was like, "That motherfucker! How did you do that?" <laughs> like those, that was super inspiring for me. Those paintings, oh, man, thanks, man. so Thank good, you so much. incredible. What a fucking compliment, the, the, uh, dude. That was a dream job because, like, I am so in love with that dude's writing. Like, I don't. I love, haven't read I anything love his yet. Comic books. I love his novels. Like, really. Uh, I, yeah, Joe I, just, King? I, I love or Joe Joe Hill, Stephen King too, but Joe Hill. Like right. I love love his work and that. So when I got invited to do that, that was like uh, um, just a uh, what? Yeah, what? right. <laughs> you know. So how did you get that gig? Uh, so so this is this is this is another thing about just doing stuff because you you want to do it and you just love doing it. So I had downtime. I wasn't doing a gallery show. Wasn't doing any commission work or anything like that, and I was reading um, the audio book of uh, Nosferatu, mm. which is and I'm, you you would love it. You would love this whole. It's like a, it's like a vampire, but a vampire unlike any kind of vampire that you would think, but pretty really? much lives up lives off of children, right? Oh, it's wow. like soul like souls and stuff. Wow. And and he's bringing them all to a place called Christmas Land, and it's fucking awesome, right? So mm. I was doing that. I was reading that uh, on the audiobook, and I was just started painting. I started painting a painting of this guy Charlie Manx, who's the main character of of this book, and that. And at that time, I was very rarely, but I was doing uh, covers for. Um, so I finished it, and I was doing covers for IDW hmm. uh, off and on, and that. And they were doing uh, an adaptation of the like a different story, but with same characters and stuff of a of a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Um, but that they were putting out single issues. So I sent it to this guy, Chris, over there, like the head editor there. And he was like, oh, my God, i got to show this to Joe or whatever. Wow. So then so then Joe loved it. And uh, he was like – so then they wanted to use that as one of the – because, you know, like a lot of comic books will do the A and the B and the C covers and right. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to make it the B or the C. I forget what it was. But I was like, yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, <but> <laughs> could make it the D. I was like, oh, my God, yeah, yeah. Make it, make it that – an f you know but <laughs> C, i don't give a shit so uh so but uh so and, and ended up being um uh uh that and then that's kind of i think you know he's he i became on his radar and all How that cool stuff like that. so that, that man yeah so then he did was doing the uh they do these artist editions uh with with another publisher p ps ps publishing i hope that's right but but um so then 
he was doing an artist edition of his latest novel, which I think it still is his latest, like big, you know, he's done short stories since then, but uh, right. his latest novel called The Fireman. And then, then, then they asked me to do, uh, to do the illustrations for that. So I did 12 or 12 or 15 or something for that. Wow. If you got, Amazing. Yeah. That must've been a good chunk of money. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was good. <laughs> yeah. That's such yeah. a great thing when that something like that happens. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, you must've been you in heaven. Work, oh, when you get to work with like people that just, you're so inspired by and shit, it's the best yeah, thing in the world. Totally man. Yeah. It makes all the difference really. Yeah. Um, that must've been, you must've been in heaven. Yeah, just painting yeah. those paintings. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Towards the end, though, I was like, "Oh my god, I can't do it fast enough." You know? <laughs> That's awesome. That's so cool, and it's also cool just to, to know that uh, you know he, he someone he knows your work. You know, he asked for you. How amazing! Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it makes... Unbelievable, unbelievable. I got to work a couple of other like like. A uh, couple other people. I, I don't want. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, but it was so un- unbelievable, unbelievable. I don't want to sound like I'm gloating. Or yeah, whatever. I want to know. <laughs> hey, we want to know what other people, what other famous people do you work for? Well, I got to do. Jack Catchum asked me to do right before he passed away. Wow. I did. Uh, uh, I did. I did a cover for an like a artist edition. I just did the cover. They, they got somebody else to do the to do the pen and ink work mm-hmm. in the inside of it. But I did the cover for uh, off season. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then I did the second cover for, uh, off season two. It's not off season two. Oh my God. I feel like an idiot, but uh, <laughs> well, the name's not on over there, but anyway, I got to do the second cover for the, for his sequel of that one. And then, um, that's awesome. And, and then, yeah. So that was, that was amazing. Cause I've been a fan of his for, for a long time too. So I was like, Oh dude, <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's like normal shit too. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not like fantasy stuff. It's like, I mean, what, 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 what's he, I know the name. I know. I, I don't know. If, yeah. So, what's so his, like, what's he known so for? Like, off season is the, the novel that he's probably one of the ones he's most known for. I think it was written back in like 74, mm-hmm. 78, maybe, or mm-hmm. I could be wrong. It might've been written in the fucking eighties, but it was, but anyways, it's all about, it's all about these, um, I don't want to ruin it. It's all about cannibals. So it's, oh, it's like, cool. oh, well, I, didn't, it's, it's, I had yeah, no idea. It's pretty heavy. Wow. You know, I don't want to ruin it for anybody okay. who hasn't he's, read it. So <laughs> then they want to read it. He's not, is he like a horror writer? He's yeah, not, yeah, he, oh, he's totally. a horror. Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought he was like just kind of a regular writer. I didn't realize that. I know the yeah. name. I'm yeah. sure. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to have to read that now or audio book it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually I didn't remember how heavy it was like because I read it when I was a lot younger and I was mm-hmm. like, "Whoa, this shit is fucking for real." <laughs> so, wow. But so yeah, I mean, how often do you do hired gigs like that? Is it like a they, couple times a year, or is it uh, whenever if they it comes? Ask, you know, like, you're not you're not you going know, out it, and looking no, for like, it. I, I don't really know how to pursue it, and a lot of times pursuing it, um, I don't know the right way to say this without coming off a lot of people don't want to pay you know (laughs) yeah like you know like 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 i was working with a merch company for a bit there and like it's just you know if it wasn't if it was something if i was getting the job through the band then i would get a lot better a rate for like what i wanted for the job but if they wanted to hire me on their own the merch company then like the rate was like not worth doing, right. you know, you know, <laughs> you know, cause you can do like a little, 
I don't know, whatever, yeah, yeah. you know? So, so, so it's, it's, uh, it's definitely, that's the one thing that it like, um, I forget what, Oh, do you ever watch the Drew Struzan documentary? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. that was just not like, they were talking about like doing like the black, black Sabbath, like, like Sabbath, buddy Sabbath mm-hmm. album cover. And like, got, I, I think it was like 30 grand. And that was like back or, or maybe it was like 10 grand, but that was like back in the seventies. Right. right? Or, you know, it was probably and then he started, 30 grand in the seventies or 50 grand in the seventies or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then they talk about like, then he starts talking about the guy with the, you know, when he starts getting them to do the movie posters and stuff uh-huh. and like, you know, I just, I don't think the industry still like that anymore. No, Plus, definitely not. You know, you know, it's definitely just, you know, not. So, yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I, I don't know if a big part of that is, uh, the way how fast media is being produced that they just, you know, and also I guess a lot of these people already have their in-house people that do this stuff anyway. So they're just getting an hourly rate. Right. They could, they could spend $500 and have someone do a Photoshop mock-up for a movie poster instead of 10,000 or 20,000 or, you know what I mean? So it's probably economic. Yeah. And the, 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 the thing that I, the thing that, gets me so sad about that is that what happens in that situation is not to say there's not phenomenal artists that work for these studios and stuff or, 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 or different, mm-hmm. you know, places, but like, you know, the reason why you hired somebody like Drew Stusen is because you wanted that vision, right? You wanted the way like that guy composed, like he was a composer or, or he is a composer oh, yeah. of yeah. making these just, you know, and, and that's what I feel about a lot of like artists out there. And you still have a bunch of bands that are definitely going, you know, finding the artists and stuff like that and saying, yeah, we want you to do, you know, uh, right. a shirt, do an album cover, do whatever and that. But, 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 uh, but a lot of it just becomes to be this, uh, 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 you, 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 I, I don't know. I see a lot of generic kind of product stuff, product out there. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I don't, yeah, I'm not trying to put anything down, but it's it's just there's something special about finding somebody who has a vision and then kind of going for that thing. Like again, like what we were saying about the whole idea of like the bowl of fruit versus the the somebody who's got this painting from their their soul and their vision, right. you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things, so, you know. Right. Can I say vision one more time? <laughs> 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 anyway. <laughs> Yeah, you could say vision as many times as you want. Yeah, you're visionary artists, so yeah, Techni- yeah. technically, visionary. according to yeah, Alex, that, that, that would have been nice. Yeah, according to Alex Gray, we're all visionary artists. Um, I like it. Yeah, he puts Giger. He he he's always referred to Giger as a visionary artist. You know, over, absolutely. You know, so I that's I've 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 come to kind of. You know me and the whole dark art thing. We had this discussion yeah. years yeah. ago. Yeah, me, yeah, me and you talk about it. And, yes. and, and, and I love it. Dark I art number it. one. I love it. I, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I still that was have so that funny when I you think. made that shirt. That was classic, man. But but the but like and and I, I I you know I love it. I love it. But yeah, my thing has always been just let everybody else. You know, but you have right. such a great thing. Somebody is gonna name this something, right. so we might as well be the people who name it. You yeah. know, or, or it's, it's already being called that kind of. Yeah. Everybody always calls it that, so just go with it. But yeah. but 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 I really have been thinking of it since I since I heard Alex um, talking about that. Uh, I've I have been. I've, it's like it is it is a 
a segment of this wider umbrella of what he would call visionary art, which makes sense to me. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then dark, mm-hmm. there's dark stuff. And then there's the, you know, the more the hippie visionary stuff that most people, that's the, this is the thing that bums me out about the visionary term is that when people think of, when people think dark art, you know exactly what they're talking about. Basically you kind of, you get an or not exactly. You get an idea of what they're talking about when they're talking about dark art. Right. Mm-hmm. And if someone says visionary art, immediately you get the idea. You see a an Alex Gray type, colorful psychedelic painting. Yeah. You don't think of a Giger painting. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, so it's it's kind of a bummer that that that. Um, well, that, Giger, you would think dark art. Right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah. But 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 technically, he's visionary. If you if you the 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 uh, criteria is something that's totally from the imaginal realms, and mm-hmm. it's a personal vision that comes out of the artist's imagination that's that's the definition of visionary art so it's kind of a bummer that it's that that one style of visionary art is it's represented in that, that term yeah. when it's like it's actually it's you know uh Bekshinsky, it's giger it's stuff on this you know our stuff too yeah but definitely i don't know because i mean when you hear visionary art that's what you think of mostly is like mm-hmm, alex gray mm-hmm. type right like, yeah yeah absolutely like colorful well, not, psychedelic yeah, colorful psychedelic and yeah definitely definitely and uh we might get a little psychedelic but our colors are dark <laughs> <laughs> that that True. is that that horse piece yeah that yeah. piece yeah. is That's so yeah. amazing dude i couldn't thanks, believe man. it yeah thanks i didn't realize it was so tiny yeah so nine by twelve nine by twelve guy did you sell it or are you gonna sell yeah. it or no i'm gonna i'm gonna put it up in the shop today um uh, and things gonna sell it's gonna sell in two seconds uh, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i hope so i gotta make rent so. <laughs> right. but, just, um, there, there's a uh my people have been sharing this thing this small for independent contractors and small business you can get like 10 grand yeah if you apply, yeah make, did, uh, did you see that awesome thing that big cartel did too I, I haven't. I, I got an email, but I didn't read it. What? what yeah, what, what, it was. It was for fifty grand that they're like, like that they're gonna try to just use fifty grand, which is, you know, in the grand scheme of how many people that have big cartel or whatever, right. it's not like crazy money. But still, they're just saying, hey, look, we're gonna we got fifty grand. We want to try to spread out and give to oh, that's cool. our, you know, people and stuff. So yeah. I'm I'm sorry though, Chet. You were trying to tell me something. I just kind of completely cut you off though. So uh, what oh, was the the independent thing? There's some government program with this bailout where uh independent artists small businesses uh you know uh and artists and stuff can can apply for uh like a can get up like to ten thousand dollars or something just by applying yeah yeah i'll send you the link after yeah please yeah it's just starting to make the rounds like i just got word about it from a couple people today and there are people gary gary at copro said he was going to apply for it yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, because galleries are going to take the hit. I mean, everybody's taking the hit, but man, in the art world, it's like you know, we're kind yeah. of the last people. We're the, we're the last thing that people buy when when times yeah. are desperate, you know, the luxury yeah, items like art. It's a lot, you know, I mean, I mean, I like I think art is a ton more than just a luxury yeah, item. Yeah, definitely. But, but I always refer it to that too in right. the sense of it's not a necessity. Yeah, you know, people it's consider it. Yeah, you can't eat it. Yeah. People yeah. consider it a luxury item when actually yeah. it's it's up there with food as far as, you know, it's not like you don't need it to be alive, but to, to I think to, for people Bring who love joy, art, yeah, and to, who happiness. want, it's some people, it's it's like, 
you know, it, it's it's important. It's it's mm-hmm. it's up there in in importance. I think you yeah. can ask any any uh, any art lover that. Yeah. Plus everything, you know, everything is created by artists in some way or another. Just about architects, everything yeah. around you has been designed. You know, uh, absolutely, the, the absolutely. Lamp here, this microphone, you know, it's all yeah. all has to be visualized and designed by artists of some type. Yeah, uh, for, for sure. Now, how has that made? Because this is kind of it's put me in a weird kind of headspace. I love what you put out, by the way, which I'm gonna I'm gonna echo that. Uh, as well on my patreon but like you uh, you you wrote something super beautiful the other day just about um knowing people are struggling and and like you know about just you know and and thank people for their support and all that other stuff like that and uh um i want to echo that on my own as well but the um but i've been thinking a lot about in the sense of where it's like you know i'm getting ready to I'm going to have to promote these paintings that I'm trying to sell, you know, but it's like, it gets you to start to think like, wow, man. Um, you know, knowing so many people are hurting, you know, know, it's like, it kind of makes you feel weird to go, Hey, uh, I know tons of people out of a job right now, but, uh, (laughs) you want to give me some money? I I did make these paintings, (laughs) you know, you know, but talking to a prowl and, and that, you know, there is a lot of people that still, are doing well and they do have jobs or they just are doing well financially right, and yeah. stuff. So, you know, I yeah, got to look at those kind of upsides, but have, have you thought about that in the sense of promoting? Yeah. And selling? You know, I, I got so lucky with these tool posters. I don't know if yeah. you've seen any of those where I do it. Yeah. Dude, I mean, <laughs> like, Killing it! I'm I'm running out of ideas, man. I know. Like, I'm like, dude, he's burning through like markers, like nobody's business. Oh, like, I probably spent like three hundred dollars on markers just getting yeah. through because I've been doing other other ones that people have sent me to as well, doing doodles on these. But uh, that got me a, a chunk of money to where I'm like, I'm I can take a breather. I don't have to stress. Normally, every month it's like at the end of, or at some point in the month it's like, show. okay, I got to crank something out and make some money. Yeah. And for the first time ever, maybe since I've started, or maybe one a couple times this may have happened, I, I've actually got a little bit of money in the bank to support me yeah. be, because of yeah. these tool posters. So it was like completely, I got so lucky because this happened right before this all hit. You know, yeah. it started around um, December or January is when I started promoting ha- it or, or and getting getting people sending me their stuff. Yeah, and making money from them. So. Yeah. I got I got really lucky, so I haven't had to worry too much about um, thinking about how to market during these times. But you know, who knows how long this is going to go on? Sure. You know, I definitely don't have enough money to you know live for a year Sustain. or anything like yeah, that. Exactly. You know, I'm just to me, just being able to live for a month is like, wow, this yeah, is no, incredible. <laughs> I have a right? month paid off easily. This is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, but, but I, you know, I've been, the, what I have been thinking about is, you know, it's a good opportunity to sell things. Um, if you're concerned about bu- people not being able to afford it is maybe just having, putting them on sale for like lower prices. prices. Just because, yeah. because normally as, as, as painters, you know, you're not supposed to give more than a 20% discount in general. That's kind of the rule of thumb with fine art. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but you know, you. This is a different time, you know. It's yeah. it's, it's hard it's, times call for <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> so you know, it could be it could be a chance to be like, you know what, I'm going to sell these for cheaper than I ever have been. It gives people, yeah. 
an opportunity that maybe didn't have them before. And it's also more of it easier to sell during these times. So that's, I don't know. And also, you know, that always, if you can offer inexpensive things, that's always, mm-hmm. that's always a, a good, good way around that because, you know, people, people want to support you. They might, if you have something for 20 bucks, it doesn't sound like a lot, but man, I sell or 40 bucks. Yeah. These little resin casts, these weird yep. colored resin casts, I do pretty well with those. And they're like, yeah. you know, 40, 50 bucks. They're yeah. one of a kind. They're signed, you know. So it's like sketches, doodles. Who knows? Yeah. I've sold yeah. little I've sold little doodles on a on an envelope that was sitting there. Because it was like, oh, this came out kind of cool. And I just cut it out of the, off, of the off the envelope and just <laughs> offered it, it yeah. on eBay. And it's like it sold. <laughs> yeah yeah gotta get yeah. creative no, you know <laughs> being, being creative exactly that's what i think that this time is gonna be um as 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 tragic as it is i think it's a really great time to be creative mm-hmm. and to uh and for a lot of people to explore things that maybe they always wanted to do with their lives that never you know tried totally. doing them before whether it's music writing painting whatever it is you know Absolutely. and that because you got you're gonna have all this free time and you know, it's, it's, it's time to explore, you know, have fun, you know, yeah. and explore. Yeah. 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 yeah it's like, yeah. you know, I, I know what you're saying, but you know, you don't want to like be happy about the tragedy at the same time. You want to try and look at the bright side and it's like, there's, yeah. you know, there's LA is beautiful right now. Cause there's no pollution. It's amazing. When you go outside. Yeah, I've heard sky. that. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a regular, like a sky in, in somewhere like, the Midwest or somewhere where they have clear skies, you know, it's, it's crazy. That's yeah. That's absolutely incredible. I know LA has been super on the, on the solar and like has been really conscious of trying to, you know, make right. a change there with that, at least with some companies and all, yeah, all yeah. And, and people and stuff like that. And that's the other outcome of this is I wonder with, with, you know, the U S of hopefully we're going to, get some good out of all this tragedy you know where we're going to think differently like yo remember when la was not polluted i know know. it's it's like you know like let's 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 keep this people because this is fucked up the way that normally is you know i mean that seems like a good i don't know the science of it but it seems like what a great idea it would be to for for everything to shut down for a couple weeks every year just so Mm -hmm. just i wonder if that that um those two weeks of not polluting would, would make a difference in the climate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, it's like nature yeah. seems to recover pretty quickly when you start, aren't um, pummeling it. You yeah. Know? yeah. So, it, it, yeah, it's. Yeah. Well, the sooner we switch from oil to, you know, electric and. and I know, I know. You know what I mean? And, and, and solar and all that other stuff, the, the, we can fix things but yeah at least try to fix them from getting worse than they already are but it's so crazy though i was just talking to i forget who i was talking to about this oh this guy this guy on uh, one of my patreon people i do skype with uh the mentorship people he's like a uh, uh an artist but he's also a biologist that's his that's his day job and um he was he was talking about we were talking about this very thing you know switching to solar and he's like he was he's like everything everything is based on petroleum everything like our whole civilization really every this plastic everything in your everything that you own is somehow related you have it because of of the uh, of 
oil. Like yeah. just if you think of transportation of things getting here and there, yeah, anything plastic the is machinery. The way is, the machinery needs to run and the 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 uh, you know factories and the plastic, everything that's made of plastic comes from oil. Ultimately, that's what it's made yeah. of. Um, so it's 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 like it's th- more of a fantasy. <laughs> no, no, it's like it's 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 like that got us here. To where we are now and it's time to we have to move on or it's going to destroy the planet but you know you got to realize that it's gonna it's gonna be a bit it's gonna take a lot because the whole economy is based on oil basically you know and this is why it's been this is why these wars and you know it's just yeah it's like like, you have to look at it though and it's like it it did you know it, it it got you and i here on skype absolutely you know, Absolutely. it's yep. it's afforded us a lot of amazing things. So instead of you have to kind of like look at it, I think you have to kind of look at it like, thank you for where you've gotten us. But now you've, you know, you've worn out your yeah. welcome and you're running out anyway. So we've got to move on or else we're going to all die. Yeah. You know, our- it's just the, the, the scary part about that is the the people that are in power are the people that don't want to have their pockets ever empty at all you know what i mean oh, they yeah. want to keep well, filling those pockets and if you think about like a whole world economy based on something which is yeah. oil that's so much money so yeah. much money that's just yeah. you know th- that's why it's not easy it's because there's a ton of people making a ton of money from it yeah yeah and now it's the lowest i guess that it's ever been right yeah right yeah and then it's it's like and, and then you get something like this to disrupt the whole fucking thing. And it's like, yeah. you know, that's what's mother. Yeah. Mother nature is not to be fucked with. Nope. nope. <laughs> Just when you're, we're, nope. we're feeling like, you know, humanity's feeling like, yeah, it's been here before the dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> it's been here before us. It'll still be here after us. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, well, it is us know. too. That's the crazy yeah, it, thing. That, we it, are it. It's, exactly. Exactly. And, it, and it's, yeah. and it's like, what was it that George Carlin sketch where he's talking about plastic? Like uh, we were just, we were just, we were created because Mother Nature wanted plastic. Yeah, <laughs> we were put here just so we could make plastic. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that one. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. But, yeah, it's pretty funny. It's pretty good. I know New York just switched over to now. You have to bring, which is great, but the way you got to bring your own bags and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, yeah, which thank God they finally did that. You know, it's hard to get used to it, but you know, remember to leave the house because LA, California has been like that for a long time, right? For a while, yeah, yeah, yeah. It took it was weird, it definitely was weird at first, but once you do it, you're like, wow, that's that is really you know, wasteful, and you you just don't even think about it until you know. We're just and plus when I'm walking home from the grocery store, I'm like, wow, these bags are so much more sturdier. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> you know, worse like the than tote a bag bags, rips, whatever yeah. that I got. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they're not plastic and gonna rip on me. Yeah, but so what? What? What's you know? What's your? What's going on with? Do you have gallery shows lined up? Do you? Do you so have... I, I, who knows what the outcome's gonna be with everything going on? But I, I got a show with uh, with being art and uh in october oh and cool so i got a solo show with them in october but you know so right we'll, we'll see what happens with everything happening but um um and then um I'll, i will uh, i have to reschedule with last rights uh 
with doing a solo with them because I had to postpone my show because I had a, a couple commissions that I was um, like commissions that were taking me a long time because of uh, larger commissions and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I had to postpone that show, but I'm going to have to reschedule that at, at a, at some, at some point. So, yeah. So, but yeah, those but are... I've been kind of, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just, no, no. Tell, tell me what you're going to Yeah, Yeah. Oh, say. no, no, no. So I was just going to say that the, uh, that, you know, I've been, Kind of really, not that I don't want to work with galleries. I absolutely want to work with galleries because there's right. nothing like working on a body of work that you spent a year on or <laughs> or, or four months or six months on right. that you get to show and you get to show it as this body of work and that people can actually yeah. stand in front of and stuff, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I will always want to work with galleries, but I've been really liking the commissions, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and doing the commission work because it's just the, 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 the guarantee of the money side of it and yeah and uh because uh, you know still uh you know we've both been doing this for over 20 years at this point and uh right. and it's still it's for me i don't know about you but it's still unpredictable you know you do it you can work on a body of work and have a i can have a super successful show where you know everything sells in the show and then i can have a show where i sell like two pieces sometimes. oh yeah that just happened to me you know? yeah the last thing i did i i had a a little a solo show and i Sold two pieces. <laughs> yeah, I sold one yeah. piece. I sold one piece during yeah. the show, and then, um, then like a month later or two months later, they sold another piece. I think they sold, and then they sold another piece. So it's like three. So it was just like, uh, you know, I'm glad I. It was one of those crazy. It was the last. Please God, let it be the last crazy show I do like that where I do it in no time. You know, because yes. I had to just yeah. bust them out because all the other stuff that's going on. And I was just thinking, you know, I'm glad I didn't spend six months to a year on this or I would be completely fucked. Screwed. Yeah, you because because then you're not taking on any other work. I know. To I take know. On anything else. It's really it's tricky. Like, because like, that had happened to me before. And I hope that never happens to me again. But many years ago where it's just like I. I had a, I had a built up a savings, so I didn't, I didn't, you know, need to take on anything else. I just worked in that show for almost a year, and I ate away at everything. And then towards the end, bought all the frames, and that shit adds up real quick yeah. <laughs> and everything. And then you're paying for the shipping, and then the show did terrible. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's my the worst, God. man. You know, but um, so so uh, yeah, so I, 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 yeah, I'm enjoying doing the commissions, and I'm enjoying, you know, just and I, I, I never did what I was doing before that I'm doing lately by doing these five by sevens for for my shop and stuff, and I really enjoy doing that because I get mm-hmm. to sell them a bit cheaper than I would sell them at a gallery. And you're giving, um, you're giving people the opportunity that can't afford the bigger pieces too. Which exa- is also, exactly, cool. exactly. You know, because you know, I like doing the really large work, but um, you know, but I also like, you know breaking up the monotony of that especially mm-hmm. too because a big piece for me can sometimes take me months to do so uh so in between that time i get to you know break out a couple little small things and stuff like that and you know get you off the monotony because yeah I, I know when you work on the show you're probably very similar with me do you working on a bunch of things at once where you're working on this painting and then you put that down to dry yep. and start or you get bored working on that one yep. so you gotta <laughs> freshen up start, start something new and that so uh so it's 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 great for that, you know. And then it's great, like you said, to be able to put stuff up that's a you know a bit more affordable and yeah, you know, yeah. It's it's outside uh, of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm 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 definitely envious of of the some of the large paintings you've done because I don't get I I don't have the opportunity to paint large. I haven't painted large in ten years, probably. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you don't ever even just start well, let's say, something. No, I'll just... say 2013, 2012, the Ego Death Show, something like 2013. I painted like a 30, the 36 by 48 was like a big one. Wow. And you've done. Big, yeah. Yeah. And, or, or yeah, it's 36 by 48, the Ego Death painting. And that was like, I love painting big. You, but you have you've got some a lot of huge paintings and it's yeah. like you put the time into them I, I i i'm just envious of that i'm envious of like i just yeah, can't yeah. afford to do it i can't afford yeah, to do yeah. it right I now mean, you know so, some of them some of them though are paintings that i'll that i'll start and i won't necessarily you know do them in all one shot because they're not it's not a commission it it's not oh. necessarily for a show you know, mm -hmm. um, and that, and then I'll kind of just, just because I want to do a big piece. So I'm like, yeah, you know, right. I know it might take me three years to do it because I can only work on it off and on or whatever, you know, right. but then, then, then you run into situations too, where it's like, you don't want that idea to, to that, that you had for that work to Dell over the time either. You know what I mean? Where you lose interest yeah, or else yeah. you start losing the, that initial, uh, bang of an idea that came to you for mm -hmm. that you know you know you know for that uh painting right. or whatnot so but but yeah but yeah i tend to get myself into you know that's not good though <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the big pieces, i've had a lot of pieces where they don't sell and then I it's like then I, I look at my house i go where the fuck am i gonna fit this one <laughs> <You know? laughs> so. i know it's like that it's it's weird because they're harder to sell too they take more time they're harder to sell yeah. like from a financial standpoint creating large paintings just does not make sense for yeah. a working artist. But we're all like, we want to do it so bad. It's it badly. It's like, Oh, I want to, you know, it's kind of yeah. a lot of artists, I think dreams to work large. I've got, I've got this four foot by uh, what is that? I think it's a 36 by 48, six by four, six times. Yeah. Four, that's yeah. A good size piece, man. Six, six by four foot frame that my framers holding for me it's like you know the molding oh, is like that huge, thing really, yeah like super gothic and or, ornate it would just be like it's for my masterpiece if i ever get around to making it you know some huge yeah. totally do out the frames put skulls on it it's it's so this frame is so amazing it's one of those like real baroque yeah like, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah 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 it's i don't know where he got it from but it's like i'm just like please hold that for me and when i until i have the time i don't even have room in my studio to paint something that large i'd have to yeah. move into another room but um one of these days i'm gonna do it this is this is something interesting about your work that um that uh we both actually share is that we both do our own frame fra frames mm -hmm. but i i actually cust i have my framer do the frame because i don't know how to make frames and i customize them with pieces, but you actually build the fucking frames. Yeah, but dude, you actually build them out of clay and then you mold them and then you have like this crazy, like, like, you know, I'm looking at like a, I have a signature Chetzar, the, the, the five by seven oh, frame right, right yeah, here yeah, in the yeah, studio. Yeah. And it's, it's would, amazing. Would, it's amazing. Like, thank you. You know, I, 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 I look at when you're doing that and I, and I think like, I want to, I want, I want to totally, I want to try that, you know, or like, you know, but but I wouldn't know the first thing about doing it to like to, to do the resin and, and, yeah. and the way that you do it. It takes, but, takes yeah. a little time. It's expensive to learn because you you, yeah. know, you fuck up a lot and it wastes. The materials aren't cheap. But I mean, I, I don't like. But but you for for the small ones I sculpt them. Even for these, yep. I did some oval eleven by fourteens, 
um, for my last show that I sculpted or our last I few know, shows. I know, dude, they're amazing. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and those were pretty cool. But I, I mean, I, ultimately, I'd love to have all of my framing sculpted. I think that would be really, really great. But your frames are completely custom, handmade wooden frames, right? Yep. And it's yeah. like how I, I, I'm wondering, like, I don't know how you do that. Like, I don't know how to build frames. And I see. You know, you kind of showing how you paint them once in a while or, yeah. how, you know, it's like, how did well, you, I, how did you learn how to do that? How I, did you... Well, I, I, so growing up, you know, I mean, well, my father still is a carpenter or whatever, oh, but cool. um, so I, I was, I, I, I was always around, you know, tools and, you know, table saws and chop saws and everything. I would, I, I always had a wood shop in my house growing up. So, uh, um, so I was always comfortable because I started using tools pretty young on mm -hmm. and that and then uh yeah so i mean but like i don't want to give away my secret but i will anyway <laughs> but like it's not like the type of framing that i do is not like i'm not hand carving out like i i have i follow some people on instagram where there's this one guy uh he is unbelievable like he hand carves these frames or these or furniture really? that he makes and it's unreal right the, the work that he does right. so my thing with like a lot of mold like what I do is I just buy molding, yeah, like little strips of molding yeah. and stuff. And I, you know, I glue those onto the wood, and then I, 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 you know, build out an entire piece of molding first, you know, by by like, oh, like then I'll get you know sheets of oak that I'll cut, either cut down or I can buy them already, you know, two and a half inches or two inches or whatever. Mm. And then as I'm adding on the molding, they're getting wider and thicker or whatever. Mm. So by the end, I'll maybe have like a four to five inch frame, so I'll have a big heavy duty frame you know, build them up on the back by adding more wood and so on and so forth. And that, and then after that, then I'll, if I'm just building a straight up square frame, mm. then I'll just ch at the end, just chop up the, you know, do my 45s with the chop saw right. after everything's all dry and that, and then, you know, put them together that way and then paint them and then gold leaf them and yeah. do all. It's so cool you know. though. I mean, it's so cool because yeah. they look, they look uh, very signature and they look, they, they look amazing. They look amazing. Well, I, I think that the frames are like the windowsill to the to the window, yeah, right? You know, absolutely. That's the way I've always looked at it. So it's like if you can if you can make your frames also also too nobody like nobody's gonna unless they buy one off of your website for a different painting or something like that, right? Yeah, off right. Shop, <laughs> but nobody's gonna have a Chet Czar frame. You know, well what that I mean? that was like, you know? that was kind of the original idea with the with the frames for my little yeah. little frames. I was thinking. You know they fit my studies, which is great. This is this is more business marketing. I was like, the, I yep. make these frames that will fit the studies because my studies are pretty cheap and affordable. So I make a little bit more Absolutely. from the, you know, a little bit extra from the frames, and it all kind of adds up. But um, I was th for a long time, I was like, uh, you know, I I'm only selling the frames with my studies. So that yeah. people can't, you know, people can't just take the frames and put put and whatever put their in own that. or put some other work. Right, in it. right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, eventually, it's just they they were too popular. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, <laughs> I'm just gonna sell yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. It's great. But like, if people but want then them, you do like good. the bigger oval ones or those yeah, smaller right. oval yeah, ones. I, I don't think you made the oval ones the, the oval ones available on their own. No, right? no, I, I don't. I wouldn't sell. I don't. I don't think I would. I, I wouldn't sell those. I don't yeah. think. Yeah, I, I've had people ask me to like make one of my frames too for one of their paintings and i've never done it because it's just like it just seems weird to me i don't know it's also crazy time consuming if you're gonna yeah yeah like sculpt an actual frame for somebody oh, for else's sure. yeah yeah that's you know? like way crazy you know? that's like uh 
Yeah, it's expensive. I mean, the the silicone's like almost two hundred bucks a gallon. Whoa! Yeah, but the thing is, you can cast if you if you're using this good silicone, you can cast wow. you can cast and cast out of it. You know, you yeah. get a lot of casts, so you got to go. Okay, well, can I, I can get fifty casts out of this, and I sell those for this much. Okay, so depending on like how big the frame is, obviously, right, right. Or, or 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 sculpture or whatever right, you're right. So for, it, yeah, yeah, and it's and it's like for this, you know, I've used these the oval I've used painted differently for like two shows and um uh two different shows i just painted them differently and then one i did like an uh, a single one for a group show and i painted that one differently so it's still like i'm i'm getting yeah. use out of that expensive mold you know yeah over absolutely time. yeah absolutely do, do you always have like because i find this interesting and i was because i was thinking about like i was like like because I want to start messing around with sculpture, whether it's doing it with wood or doing it with clay or whatever. Mm-hmm. But do you have? Um, I think about you with the way that you have paint tubes. Do you just have like a like a, a like a big thing of red clay sitting around in the studio? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not it's not you know it's not. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> different, yeah, yeah, yeah. different kind of clay. I've got like these oil based clays, and I've got my little clay oven. Oh, okay. I'm set up okay. to where it's like if I want to sculpt, I could just do it in five minutes, which is kind of cool. Wow. I What's mean, that, the dimensions of a clay oven? Like, the... uh, well, it's like it's a convection oven. I mean, you could kind of heat clay up. You could make a box with foil lined inside for the oil-based clay. Really? Yeah, and put a light in, uh, uh, like really? a clip-on light. I've seen people do that, and that heats it up. Um, the thing do you about have to it, can... flip it after a while, or, or... Uh, no, no, it just kind of no, no. You have no. to be careful; it doesn't melt. So you burn your your skin when you dig into it, but um, you. The convection oven is like uh, it's good because it it's, it blows heat or evenly, so it yeah. evenly heats the clay. So, but you can get away with a microwave. Um, one thing about monster clay that's cool is it is it heats a, it has a really low melting point, so you can put it just stick it in your microwave for a couple minutes, and it softens up to where you just you know grab it like butter, and and it doesn't burn you unless you know it's it, it melts wow. easily. Whereas the Chavant, which is the other kind of clay I use, that stuff. You have to uh, it heats up better in a in a convection oven, um, but yeah, it's it's when it, actually it's funny. I when I see your frames, you have so many flat areas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I look at them and I'm like, oh, because mine it's like I I I've settled on this frame with my framer that's kind of like scalloped, you yep. know, yep. or yep. To, to you it would look like I don't know, <laughs> you know, yeah. reverse. But um, so I kind of have to have these sculptures fit in this weird scalloped yeah corner. Uh, but sculpting appliques for for your frames, I always look at your frames. And I was like, "Oh man, this is it would just be perfect to sculpt That'd something cool on because it's the like corners and then the, the centers. Because it's on and... a flat surface, just technically, yeah. it's on a flat surface. It would be easy to sculpt. It would be easy to mold, and it would be easy to cast, and it would be easy to attach on the frame because it's flat. So every time yeah. I see your frames, I was like, "Oh man, I would love to you know this. I would love to sculpt. I wish my frames were flat like that, yeah. so I could sculpt like flat appliques on them. You know, so it yeah. might be if you're gonna chat. I think I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna try it. <laughs> it, it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's that's if you're gonna learn molding and casting, that is the easiest way to do it because it's a yeah. it's a one piece mold. You know what I mean? You don't have to build walls up and split it open and worry about seams. It's like one piece because it's flat. On, you could sculpt it flat yeah. on a board and it's going to fit any frame that's flat. 
So it's a piece of cake for you. It's yeah, because then you're just putting the the, the uh, I don't know the term, but the goop. On yeah, top yeah. So you, 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 know build, you you sculpt it on a board. You build a wall. Build a little wall and seal it so nothing leaks out with like uh, hot glue and basically um, uh, uh, f- foam board. Yeah, foam board stuff. Just make sure there's nowhere it could leak, and then you you know you mix up the components, pour it in, let it sit overnight, pull it out. Make sure there's no clay in there. Then you mix your two, you know, put some mold release in there to separate her, just a yep. silicone spray. Then you mix up your two urethane components, pour it in, and 20 minutes pop out as many as you want. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You, you should do it. <laughs> you should totally do it. I know. With now your I'm frames, it would be crazy. <laughs> With those, like, crazy, you know, you've got. It yeah, would with be, the arches and oh, stuff. Oh, it'd be amazing. The, like a the, big skull corners. with like wings and you know, it could just yeah. be incredible. Yeah. Wow. So if you if you decide to go go there, I'll, I'll I've got links for like all the tools and the materials you would need. So yeah. just hit me up. Yeah. I know. I remember you always saying to when I, like like this is years ago. I was talking to you about just how insane <laughs> your sculpting is or whatever. And you're like, oh, it's easy. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I think you've just been doing it for so long. You think it's because like what you do. Because I'm looking at the frame up there too, and I'm just thinking about the idea of like how you know you're repeating design and never mind designs. Like, but you but you are you're repeating designs on both sides. But then like but but when you're working on a sculpture, it's like you got to make sure that that eye is the same as that eye. Yeah. That no, that nostril and that nostril is the same. But that's the, that's the thing. If you have, if you have, say you have like a piece, you want to put a piece up here and then you want to put a pe- the same piece, kind of like the same head down here and like two, a head over here and the, kind of the same reversed head over here. You yeah. can just sculpt one. And cast, then just reuse cast it. it. Duplicate, do two duplicate casts and stick them on there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there, there's yeah. all kinds of it's fun when you have a bunch of malls. It's really fun because you can like pour parts of the malls up and you can combine them to make new little sculptures and you could or you could add them to the sculpture. Awesome. If you have a, it's really pretty fun. It's like uh, Legos or something and kind of, you know. Yeah. Once you yeah. when you get a, a like a, a backlog of, of molds, you can. Yeah. And you can creative. start to understand how they could work together. Right. And, like, you know, and by if I this angle would make up this angle, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 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 I've yeah. got yeah yeah I'll, I'll like I said if you if you need to know just hit me up I'll I'll set you up oh definitely be, I know because you already talk about monster clay and you're talking about the other clay and I'm like <laughs> I don't even know what that is <laughs> yeah. so it's fun though and like I think probably what I said before was what I always say is that it's it's easier than painting and drawing because it's it's what you see is what you get and you don't have to deal with the creating the illusion of depth or perspective mm-hmm. or lighting. You don't have to worry about how light falls. You don't have to worry about. Mm, uh, interesting. Because it's, it's, it is what it's three dimensional. So it's like, you don't have, there's this whole aspect of creating an illusion that's painting flat. You, you, you know, that's hard yeah. making that horse look like it's yeah, the perspective's out or, correct. Or, but if you yeah, had to, but... if you had to sculpt a horse, you would just sculpt a horse and you wouldn't have to worry about how do I make the horse look like it's, yeah, turn, turning looking, like this or doing yeah, that or, or yeah. you know, the way that yeah. how do I shade this the way, that, you know, I paint the, the shadows here and how do this lighting and shadow, none of that stuff you don't have to worry about. It's sort of yeah. like it, it's right there in front of you. Yeah, I want to order clay. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, yeah. You sh- I mean, to, to customize the frames that you do, you, 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 you have to do it. 
it's because it's like they're they're just there's it would be so it's the easiest it's so easy for for the kind of frames you're doing i love i I love that you like that too because that's the same that's the same way that i try to be too it's like you're you're saying basically like i should do something that's so signature to do you know you know what you're doing you know what <laughs> well, I mean? I mean, and it's like it, i mean obviously <laughs> i'm not going to try to sculpt like you but like right. you, you know you know that's just that's cool i do oh, well it's, i love it it's it's uh yeah you know it just seems like it would be awesome that's what yeah that's what's important you know yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah I, i've never i've always operated that way yeah you know. i've that's the same way with me i never try to hide secrets or if right. like if 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 what I'm doing can help you and 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 you can benefit from that, then absolutely, it's like you know we shall be sharing, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, if if it ends up being to where, you know, I lose a sale because of something like that, that's yeah. not as important as as what was gained from sharing. And I I think that I think it comes around in other ways, you know. Mm-hmm. It just it's not a consideration. It just seems like that's like old old way of thinking old world way of thinking where you keep everything to yourself and and it's yeah. just kind of a new era where yeah. <laughs> nobody else is stay away yeah. we're all we're all in this together these days especially yeah. now you know <laughs> yeah for sure for sure yeah well how about yourself you got a, a show coming up or or no i was you know i was supposed to i usually do a sh- solo in october around halloween at copro and i just i had to cancel i just told them i couldn't do it this year because i got to get this book done because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this book is four years late my kickstarter uh yeah yeah it's <laughs> i got way behind yeah. on it it happens man yeah it happens. It, it's ha- it's just so that's my primary goal but again it's like i had to i had to put that down to work on the tool posters for the money that's gonna you know help keep mm-hmm. me afloat so you know it's just I still got this pile of I also have a bunch of commissions that I yeah that I owe so I'm yeah, trying I'm, to I'm, get I'm, everything yeah, done. I'm this in the year. same boat as you too. I mean, I got still like I said to you the other night. I mean, I still have commissions from Salem that I am oh, still right, right. fulfilling. You know, and it's and it's it's I it feels horrible, but it's you know, but it's just that thing where uh, you know I mean that whole thing got so messed up anyways. But right. the uh, uh, so. But within that time, it's like then you're also trying to stay afloat. So you're, I know. you're, 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 you know, taking on other things and or building or making stuff for your shop to try to hopefully make a sale. And it just, yeah, you know, it's just a vicious cycle. But, <laughs> but, but for me, I know whether it's my last dying breath, everybody's going to get what's exactly. coming. You, you know, exactly. You know? That's, that's so. the thing. It's like, I know, I know that I'm not going to rip anybody off and that yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to not deliver. It's just not in me to do that. I would never do that. Yeah. So yeah. it's like I know that uh, I'm going to deliver, but everybody else doesn't know necessarily that I'm of that course I, that I am that way. Although I will say that 99.9 percent of the of the uh, Kickstarter people have been totally cool about it and yeah. not hassled me about it. There's been like yeah. maybe two people that kind of wigged out, but um, you know it's yeah it's over uh, I think between. Yeah, it's like a thousand people or something. It's like everyone's being super cool. About R- it. Really cool, but yeah, yeah. Thank God. Did you did you did you find a printer yet? Or are you still? I you know I figure I'm just gonna um, go with uh, I forgot what they're called. It's the place that did my Black Magic book. 
Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, there's a place in Long Beach, which is a, like a local place that actually prints here, yeah. but it's like twice as much money. Yeah. And I would, yeah. I would I, love I looked to in the do US that. Too. <laughs> me too. Me too. I, the thing is, is it's just, I, I mean, honestly, everything that I found before was almost four times as much. Oh, really? Of, like, you know, having to print it overseas and stuff. Wow. And, yeah. that, and uh, cause I'm looking for a new printer myself for my next book and that, and um, I remember you shouted out one printer uh, to somebody that I ended up checking out that printer and I wrote them and then was it local, I, got, a local place? I know. I think it was overseas. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's called pro. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Pro, pro something. something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, I saw, I, they sent me a quote, but I don't think they re- like put in the, the, the actual quote. Like they talked about oh, all really? these things. But so I, I got to get back in touch with them. But um, yeah, this is who Baynard Baynard uh, yeah. used, and, and, yeah. the, and the Black Magic book came out. Oh, just beautiful! It's such I a gorgeous book. I was so happy book. with it. Thank you. I was so totally satisfied with that book that I'm thinking, why? Well, you know, I should probably just go with them. They're supposed to be like a good Chinese company. Like they treat their workers well. They've gotten these, yeah, all these that's... awards for for you know being good to their employees, and they're really good and. They've done a lot of good. Um, they do a lot of artist books, you know. Yeah. So I, I'm probably going to end up going with them. It's just, you know, it's so scary to be doing something overseas like that, you know, where you just mm-hmm. don't have any control over anything, and and it's also alone. You know, usually it's quite a bit of time before yeah, you get right? the product. You know, so. The uh, yeah, I I would just love to have it printed in the U.S. because it's just be great to support you know yeah, you, I know, you know like I know. you know and also be able to have that you know, printed in the U.S. type of thing. But it's just it's astronomical like yeah. the, the the quotes that I've gotten before in the past to do it. You know. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize it was four times. I I think it was like I know for what I was looking for. Yeah, it was like I think it was double, but. You know, it, that's actually probably you're probably right. It probably is more like four times the amount. Cause, yeah. Because my friend had a had books made at this local place, and I was just kind of using his quote. But now that I think about it, his book wasn't the same quality as the Black Magic book, as far mm-hmm. as like the way the cover was and all the embossing that, and the color and the pages yeah. with the silver on the side, black yep. metallic and all that. So it's probably. Yeah. yeah, you you even have the inside of the book with I forget what they call it, the the leaf I think it's called or something. I don't know. Like where you where you have the gas mask, like yeah, yeah, and the inside. Yeah. Of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Pages. Yeah. Luckily, I mean, I've got the graphic designer. I've got. I don't have to deal with any of that because I have this graphic designer oh, who's amazing. Who's uh, Mackie Osborne? Who's Buzz Osborne from the Melvins? His wife. Oh wow! Awesome. She awesome. does all the Melvin stuff. She's fucking incredible. She's brilliant, and so she deals with like. Did she do the last book? Yeah, she did the Black Magic book. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's why that book looks so great is because she designed it, you know? That's beautiful. Yeah. But I know you do all like the layout yourself and stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm happy I learned how to do it. No, I know. Have somebody else do it. (laughs) But I learned how to put together big PDF files and high res. what, What program? Did you, I did everything in Photoshop. A lot of people use, I think, uh, oh, really? I don't know if it's Illustrator yeah, or, or uh, some, you know. Pay, yeah, there's some, there's some, there's some, it might be Illustrator. There's some program that's made for books, you know. Like, yeah. 
yeah i just did everything like that you know and and, and well with photoshop and then you know and then in photoshop you can make you know you build a folder and then you can make it just a giant pdf of everything i know photoshop i could have done it in photoshop (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. i just assume i mean it's probably better to do it the other way if they if you got to make changes or something but who knows i don't know well that's the thing is like she she knows like they're coming back at her with oh what thickness do you want this yeah, exactly. what bond blah blah number 472 yeah. and she knows what all that stuff yeah. means gms yeah and so she deals with yeah. that so that's yeah. <laughs> yeah totally totally yeah i'm just like just get me like the thickest pages you got <laughs> and uh i don't want it to be too shiny <laughs> but i don't want it to be real mad either you know oh yeah you want this okay yeah 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 cool cool um I want that gold stuff. Yeah, yeah. Foil. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, foil. You know, exactly. <laughs> that, but but yeah. didn't you recommended that one place that ended yeah, up being... Yeah, then they ended up... But they did good for you? They did a beautiful... I, only only bad things, and I'm sure you probably received some of them too, but like I got, you know, a couple boxes. I still haven't even opened up all the boxes yet either. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't have very many left, but, but the... Uh, but definitely had some boxes with damaged books in it, you know, mm. which is kind of a bummer because you're like, whoa, that's, you know, I can't, I could give that away, but I can't right, sell it. Right, you know? yeah, yeah. And that, um, but they did a beautiful printing job, like huh. none of them, you know, like the everything came out great. I like, And I, I was so bummed when that happened with them because I was like, oh, man, I was like, you know, because it was so affordable, you know, compared to. A lot of right. other places that I've checked out and stuff, and I already had a relationship with them I too. Know. So I was like, bummer, "This would be man. great to just just jump in. Let's do the next book." And then all that stuff happened with them. Yeah, yeah. Not printing people's books and all that stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, because yeah, Damien had a, a real, a really, really rough time with them, and then I had oh, to. Well, yeah. I, I didn't have to, but I got involved because I was like, "Yo, man, I recommended you guys." to him what's going on man like you know this is not okay and all that stuff so you know did they take care of him eventually they did they oh, did good, they got a, like like you know within that time probably within a couple of weeks later he ended up getting his books so oh good how's he yeah. doing have you talked to him he's, lately he's good heeah. he's good yeah i connect with them you know a lot of texting we don't hang yeah, out as much as we were <laughs> he's a but you know even before this yeah exactly just you know so you know does he live near, near you funny shit yeah, he, he well, yeah, he he's he's in Manhattan, but you okay. know, pretty close, it's about fifteen minute, twenty minute train ride. Oh, okay. So, yeah, not far at all. So, They're but good. he's got a new podcast. I I heard. Yeah, yeah, that was I pretty. Ju- I I checked out the first one. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's got a couple more episodes out since that that one. Are they talking yeah, magic he, and stuff? No. Ah, well, the first one they just were talking about. The first one was with um. Uh, him, Kevin Wilson is like like the main guy he's doing it with, and then oh, they had uh, and they had Randy from Lamb of God was on it, and then uh, they had uh, uh, a fire, a, I, I want to say a fire, a firefighter in New York City, who's like uh, always works on like kind of like disaster sites and stuff like that. So, well, that's probably not the right word, disaster, but like you know, <laughs> when like a tornado comes in or something right. else, like you know, and they need to you know. Um, but uh, it was it, it was very cool. It was short. It was only like thirty five minutes long or something. Mm. But they you know just talked about what's going on and you know the the, the crisis of uh, okay. what he's going through and stuff. So, but yeah, it was cool. It was cool. So I don't know if the other ones are more magic based or you know. But yeah, I'm curious. I'm gonna have to listen. 
Yeah. That's what I wanted to get in, uh, into yours a little bit too before we go. It's we're getting up to two hours. Uh, time flies, wow. man. We haven't talked. Holy smokes! I, I looked. I looked on. <laughs> I looked on the on the Skype. It, uh, you know, it says like how it, it, I, I looked your name up on Skype and it says chatted over a year ago. <laughs> it's like we haven't talked in like wow. over a year. Um, but uh, I think I see you so much online all the time. It yeah, like always, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I know exactly. Like we kind of know what, what what's going on in each other's yeah. lives somewhat from yeah. the updates on Send Patreon. Text. And... Hey, chat. What are the name of those pages? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but you you've got a great uh, new pod, or it's not new now. You've been doing it for a while. But uh, uh, yeah, give me Babel. We're trying podcast. to get back on the horse, so dude, like we friggin' went like four months without putting out an episode oh, really <laughs> yeah so yeah just, because it, it's called give well, me babbles with it's with uh stupakis and david hawkbaum yep there's another yep. artist from back in the i know him from back in the strict nine days yep yep yeah back in the old days yeah and uh it's really a great podcast it's 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 cool because it's so it's like yeah. it's different than the other podcasts yeah like you're, you're t- t- feeling questions on like voicemails and and yeah. you've got music and it's fu- it's funny too you guys are yeah. uh, very entertaining um yeah it's more just like a hang you know yeah and it's like we, it's, it's cool you know we talk about art related stuff here and there and 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 you know we're both artists as well so we you know that definitely comes up and but it's just more of like us just kind of being able to hang out because david and david used to live in uh manhattan and uh, we, I would hang out with him at his studio all the time. Oh, I'd really? always bring work over there to work on, and we'd just hang out, shoot the shit, and and all night until wee hours in the morning. And that, and then, uh, so when he moved away, it became to be a, a bummer because, like, you know, I spent quite a few days over there a week sometimes. Oh wow! And that, so we kind of uh, wanted to, and even back then, we were always kind of like trying to record these these conversations but they usually turned out to be these real drunken like you know like like no sense type of you know right. conversations and stuff like that so uh so we never really did anything with that and it's a good thing we we didn't i'm sure but uh so so we wanted to connect again and that was kind of our way to this now connect and like yeah let's do that podcast we were talking about all this time so that's cool well, so yeah where, where did he move to i didn't know he, he, he oh he's he's living in he's living in boston now oh i had no yeah. idea so wow. it's weird because that's where I'm from. I know, and right? You know, <laughs> and he's originally from New York, so you know. What a trip! <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty funny. funny. Uh, but uh, so you do them just kind of like whenever you don't have a, a schedule. So on them? yeah, so it, it was Mondays, and I, I want to get it back to Mondays. I'm going to try to finish editing tonight the our, our most recent oh, episode. Okay. Well, we have two episodes in the barrel, oh, but cool. uh, uh, but so so. I got to get it back on to do Mondays and got to get back to a regularity because if you're going to record a podcast, it's definitely important to be, um, constant, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not good to fall off, you know, yeah. that's definitely how you lose listeners and, 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 uh, and all that stuff. But we got a great, we got a bunch of great people that, that, that support us that call in with questions yeah. or they'll, or they'll, uh, um, or, or email in with questions and voicemails and stuff like that. But, uh, uh, so, so now we're going to get it back on the road and, and, and start getting back on track again, you know, but so, yep. Normally it's every Monday. Uh, I'll probably re- release this new episode, you know, maybe Friday or something like that and then get back to Monday again. Cool. You know? Cool. Yeah. But, I, I'm going to, yeah. I'll have to listen. Oh, 
that yeah. doesn't seem shit. The, 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 the thing was, is initially what happened was because of the old podcast. I was like, look, man, like when we can do it, we can do it. And like, I don't want this to be stressful and right. I just want to have fun. And that's kind of how we have gone. So that's why sometimes it's a little, <laughs> you know. I understand that. Believe right. me, every once in a while, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Doing this once a week? This is insane. I, dude, are you editing them yourself? I, I don't really edit them unless there's something yeah. that goes wrong. I, I don't. Yeah listen to them or edit them really i just i i mean i put the i record a separate intro i put that yeah. but it's like i do it just in cut slice yeah i just i basically replace the footage because i use Adobe premiere to do it because i don't really know and i don't know audio programs very well yeah and, but i know yeah. adobe premiere really well so i just use that and so i have a template and i just kind of replace the footage i replace yeah. the audio footage so it's just automatically in there and the levels are usually right so I just kind of do it that way. So it doesn't take, you know, takes maybe, I don't know, 30 minutes to yeah, put one together. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Yours is yeah. very production heavy, though. <laughs> You've got like... Sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> but, but even sometimes it's like, you know, we go like, hey, I'm going to go get another cup of coffee. And then it's like, you know, I've got yeah. <laughs> of us, you know, like not being there. So it's like, shit, i got to find that place. Yeah, so I, I know, I know. And then, and then with us, too, we have some of our episodes as well, like, or like yours, where they can be like two hours long. So I'm like, oh, God. Because <laughs> I can't stand listening to my own voice. Oh, either. I know. It's, it's terrible. Like, oh. I never, I, yeah. I That's part of the reason I don't like to edit is because I don't want to hear my own voice. Yeah. Like, I never yeah. listen to the podcast afterwards. I, I, didn't, I never, unless I have to for editing, but otherwise yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, unless something went wrong or whatever. Yeah, sure, sure. You know, yeah. It's bad. And, it's, yeah, it's bad, bad enough. <laughs> Getting a getting a movie, you know, having to see your movie that documentary over and over oh for the fat film festivals. God. Oh god, in front of a bunch of people, that was the worst. It was, did you did you help edit it too? When 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 yeah, you guys were doing yeah, I mean, I eventually he Mike just came and he was like, I'm gonna I'll make this about you. I'm like, cool. Just let me you know have approval on things. And then as time went on, I kind of was like giving input, and then I sort of ended up taking like an executive producer role towards the end of it helping to shape it and and giving my input so i had to i had to watch scenes over and over and oh my god it's painful it was painful (laughs) and then going to see it on a big screen for you know a few film festivals was just like ah it was just call me in when it's over (laughs) (laughs) right totally man yeah it was it was painful it was like an endurance test but um... yeah, totally. <laughs> you, you, you do kind of get numb after a while. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like you're just like, eh. Yeah. It just becomes to be that white noise. You know? <laughs> There's my stupid laugh again. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I have, does, does uh, Hawk Bomb, is he, has he softened his stance on Patreon yet? Because I wanted to come uh, on and debate him about Patreon. Because every yeah. time I hear him talk about Patreon, I'm like, I've got a point. I've got a point that will counter what you just said. I know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so gotta, it's like, gotta, I want to debate him. him. You got to get him on. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> the Patreon debate. Nah, you the know, I don't, we haven't talked about it in so long, but like, I'm just like, yeah. Here we go again. 
<laughs> you know what? You should yeah. start a Gimme Babel Patreon and then watch him change his tune when he when he's, he's, <laughs> when he's getting money from it. <laughs> I think he actually even had that idea at one point. He's like, you can, keep, you know, if you want to run it, you can keep all the money or whatever. I was like, I don't. I have a hard enough time running my own Patreon. I don't want to start. <laughs> I know, right? Open. I know. That's like you know, you know, because he was thinking because we have so much like excerpts and other things oh, that we yeah. have never yeah, put you need, out. You, you know, need, like an and assistant that, or something to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I just got back in the rhythm of like running my own again, where mm. I felt like now I feel like I feel good about it. Okay. I feel like I'm like actually putting out content and I'm right. putting videos out and I'm doing that, you know, and that, but it's, it's so much work, you know, right like, especially when you're putting videos together and I can't imagine what you're doing. Cause you have, you, you have so many different like perks of like, cause you do the, uh, the, 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 yeah, uh, what's it called when you, you know, the mentorship and the, the yes, 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 the, the mentorship tutorials, which I'm behind yeah. on. It's getting, yeah. it's gotten, it's hard. Like, I, I, I really, I need to, I need to readjust my, my thing so that I have too many categories. Like, to, there's, you're supposed to only, yeah. you're supposed to put five or less they recommend now, and you're okay. supposed to start your lowest one at two dollars instead of one dollar. They tell because Ooh, of, okay. because of how much money, like, they take, I forget, like out of every dollar because of the credit card charge, they take like 30 uh, cents of uh, every dollar or something. And if, but if it's a $2 charge, they only take, it's like the percentage that they take is way less from $2 than it is from $1. So they recommend okay. starting low at, at the $2 level for your, anyway, there's just like, do you, do you have a dollar? I have a dollar one. Do you have a dollar I, Yeah, one? yeah. I have a dollar, but yeah. I, I like, I like being able to say it's only a dollar a month. That's yeah. kind of cool. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's so cheap. It's hard exactly. to say no to that because it's so fucking minuscule. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know. I need to. I, 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 I've, when, when things get busy, it's hard to keep up with, mm-hmm. you know, with. Oh, I, I have a vision for it, how I'd love it to be, but I, I haven't been able to fully get that yeah. to where I'm just like, streaming every day and I'm doing. You know, yeah. I, I have a vision for it. Same with the Dark Art Society one. I just haven't yeah. been able to make it happen yet. It's like you literally need a team to yeah. do it. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. um, you know. But then it becomes to be the thing. Well, it's not. It's, it's got to make enough money to making, hire. A team. It's not making enough money exactly <laughs> to, to to have a team yet. So it's you know, yeah. you run into that whole kind of situation. But if you were going to get a team, you'd probably be able to make more money with it because mm-hmm. you'd be putting more content out. So it's Absolutely. like, it's that tricky Absolutely. space. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to keep you any longer. We're over two hours, and you've been extremely generous. I've oh, dude. really uh, enjoyed talking with you. Yeah, it's been, you know, this would have been yeah. a conversation I would have enjoyed regardless of whether we were recording it. Yeah. Probably would have gone the, exactly the same way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> just felt like a conversation. Everything we would have done, you know. And it's just, it's, it's great. It's great to see, too, that we're still in it. We're still doing it because we've been doing this for a long time, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's really exciting when you see people that have not given given in or given right. up, or you know, you know. I mean, I I don't think either of us have it within us to do that because we we love doing it too much. Yeah, but, yeah. But um, but it's 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 cool to see because I mean, I remember I never did the uh, cannibal flowers, but I was in that same kind of group right you know yeah you know and that and our you know we both started showing right around the I same know. time i know that's where we, that's when we uh we met our i i know i knew of you from yeah i mean i feel like i feel like i've known you a long time and i have known you a long time actually yeah. it's been yeah, a long crazy time yeah it's, so it's, thank you so much dude for having me on oh, man. Yeah. this is awesome thank you for for i thank you for coming on and and 
you're just being such a cool person. You have such a, a ma- an amazing reputation. Everybody loves you. Everybody loves you. I don't know. You know, just, just. I'm sure there's people out there that. <laughs> I know one person that might not love you, but everybody generally, <laughs> everybody loves you. Everyone always has nice things to say about you. I never hear a bad word about you. So, um, and your artwork's as amazing as you are. A great person. So I appreciate you as a friend, as an artist. You're amazing. So. Um, and, and I, and I know that, um, I know that the, the listeners are going to really appreciate, appreciate you coming on and hanging for us for a couple hours with us. Uh, and hopefully you'll be at the Friday if you, if you yeah, feel yeah, like yeah, it. Definitely. I'll definitely. be there. Yeah. Now I know how to set up my camera though, before like, I, <laughs> I, I you know, it's cause like I had it on me the whole time. <laughs> Well, a lot, most, like it more on, you know, but, most people had it on them. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know true. what I mean? I, so just, they're just, I was digging how people just had it on their work, though. Yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, like, no. You know, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. not that I don't want to see people. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I mean, it would be nice. That's what eventually we're going to have to see how this evolves, but it'll be cool to have, like, each, you know, each night one person gets the screen all night or else every hour someone's – you know, yeah. screen is up to where you can see what they're working on every hour yeah. or something like that. It'll, it'll be cool to see how it um, develops right now. It's just completely off the cuff. Just... Uh, there's, al- there's also a cool thing, though, in there that you can do where it, like, showed all the boxes, like, on one screen. So, like, I mean, granted, you couldn't, like, you know, see everybody's work right. great because, you know, you can only see these boxes. But that that was pretty dope. Yeah, other yeah. Because it was that other part where it scrolls, you know, and then right, we right. had you on the big screen type of thing. Right. Um, but I, it was amazing how many people were on there, man. I know. It was crazy. It was crazy. And it'll, I'm uh-huh. sure it'll be, you know, more people this Friday because people are starting to know about it. Um, yeah. For, for everybody out there, if you want to get in on this fun time that we're talking about this and you should yes friday at this dark art society uh paint jam we do we're starting to do every friday um it's for patreon subscribers only so um if you want to join you just go to patreon.com slash dark art society that means you hawk bomb just kidding um Um, so if I you... told him, he's like, "No way, you did!" And I was like, "Yeah, dude, it was awesome." And so he was like, "Oh, dude, you didn't tell me about it." And I didn't, you know, you know, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it'd be, member, he'd be David. awesome if, if he came on, but he hasn't. He hasn't joined the podcast. He hasn't joined the Patreon. Okay, anyway, sorry. Uh, uh, so yeah, if you want to, if you want to get in on that, you get the podcast a day early. You get in the secret Dark Art Society cooperative group on Facebook. And there's some other benefits. Also, I, uh, there's other benefits on the Patreon as well. Yeah, but... you get to hear the episode. I don't know if you just said this and I spaced out, but yes. you get to hear. Don't, don't you get to hear the episode a day early yes, or something? Yes, a too? day early, and sometimes two two days if I get it if I can get it done in time. Sometimes it's only um, the night before, but hey, I do what I can. But yeah, you get there's a lot of benefits to it. Plus, you support it, so everyone can keep listening for free, and and um, because it's it's yeah, it's free for everyone. So uh, yeah, that's it. So yeah. David. Don't hang up. Don't don't hang up so I can give you a proper goodbye after I stop recording. But thank you, everybody. Thank you so much, David. It was great catching up with you. And uh, keep making that amazing work. And hit, hit me up about frame sculptures. Yeah, yeah dude, absolutely. I'm going to hit you up right, right after this. But thank you so much, everybody, for, for hanging in, for listening to me. And thank you so much, Chet. 
for having me on the Dark Art Society podcast, brother. Yes. I really, really appreciate it, man. And thank you for inspiring me to create the podcast in the first place. Without <laughs> David's two podcasts, this podcast wouldn't happen. Yeah, well, you guys have you have gone leaps and bounds with this. <laughs> well, I mean, well, this you. this podcast is huge, man. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody.